Hi, this is Matthew James. What would you do when you had a monkey and a cockroach? Would you lick the monkey's ass or a cockroach's ass? No, you'd lick a Jew's ass. That's what you'd do. I know what you think about that, but God damn it, America's beautiful, and we love you all. And anything you can say about this conversation is sick and wrong! This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. Wackerly here. What's up there, Wackerly? Looks like you're like ready to go down to business. You're dedicated this week. I'm, I'm going to do an extra straightforward show this week because next week is Nog Week. <laughs> So, so this week you're going to limit the amount of alcohol intake. No. no. <laughs> All right, next week you're just, just going to multiply. I want to power through this one because next week I know is going to be a mess. You know, it's it's the annual Christmas show, which I don't even know why I say annual I Christmas show. I, I should just say Christmas, Christmas show. I'm an atheist. You're a Jew. It's the Nog show. It's the holiday show. The, the Nog, Nog show. show. <laughs> but but you know, one one night a year we can get just completely shit faced. We don't have to worry about you know the format of the show. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to plan ahead. It's just get right. shit faced. We'll play phone calls and drink a hell of a lot of knock. Yeah, we always do this. We always con- we always concern ourselves about the topics. Like, oh, well, we did that Christmas one two years ago, and let's just do the same Christmas topics every year. We should just nog in- how good nog is. Uh, and worst Christmas why it's present like you've ever come. had. Most yeah. embarrassing Christmas Christmas family moment. Thing. Yeah, yeah, you it's know, the same thing. We'll have to bring it, it doesn't up. Doesn't matter. Well, because that's what Christmas is all about. Tradition. Yeah, people watch Charlie Brown Christmas every year. They know the plot. It doesn't change. Fuck it. Yeah. All right. Well, well the, some people stay tuned next week. You know, episode 206 will be the Sick and Wrong Christmas show. And uh, we might have some surprise guests, but there will be a lot of drunken nog fueled shenanigans. Noggery. Noggery. <laughs> so, Wackerly, uh, episode 205 here is, almost did not get off the ground because of this ordeal I had to deal with over the weekend. What kind of an ordeal? My intertubes died. The death of the tubes. I was yeah. offline. For three days. Well, just the branch that comes into your apartment. My DSL. It's not like you don't have like my modem. One, one tube that goes to the porn. No, no, no. But I, but I was I was without porn. I was right. denied porn all weekend. The tiny tube that comes in from the bigger tubes that hits your hits your desk. That that one clogged up. That tube was clogged, and uh, I had to replace the modem to uh, unclog the tube. Right. But when's the, when's the last time you were offline for a period of days and you were at home, like you weren't on you know traveling? Uh, I think it happened maybe four or five months ago. And, and what do you my, do? My tubes got clogged. What do you do when the tubes are clogged? I was I was thinking about it. It was like Saturday afternoon. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I you don't have it. a TV. You you turn off and on every piece of equipment you have in all the permutations of orders. Oh no! I went through everything. <laughs> I like, shut off. Well, if I the turn modem. off the computer and then turn on the modem and then turn off the modem and on the computer. I unplugged and everything. I unplug switched it, the plugs around. Wait twelve seconds before you plug it in. They always tell you that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Restart. Clear your cache. I, w- no, your I was obsessively <laughs> checking. Yeah, every permutation I could come up with. About why? 
you know, this wasn't where I was trying to problem solve here. Right. Didn't, didn't help. And then you got to call tech support. Then I had to call tech support. Last <laughs> resort. And this isn't regular. I mean, this is tech support. Tech support for AT&T DSL is 24 hours. And uh, yeah. so it's, I have you can call anytime. D- DSL also. Okay. So have you ever had to call the tech support? Yes. It's in Bombay or Mumbai. Somewhere it's, over there. Yeah, yeah it's in India. It's pro- Mumbai is probably like the big city over there. It's like in some shitty backwater town. Probably. Well, what's funny about it is you call and all these guys there, the you know the tech support operator or whatever, the right. technician, they all have Americanized names. Right. So the guy answers just like, thank you for calling AT&T. My name is Mark. Can I help you? And I was just like, okay, Mark. Okay, Gujarat. Well, you know his name is like, 13 consonants, one vowel. <laughs> we would never be able to pronounce it, so it's like, all right, let's just humor me. Yeah, Mark we'll, is good for me. And we'll, we'll pretend that this call is actually domestic, yeah. and I'm not calling India. <laughs> okay, Mark? We'll just kind of, you know, we'll, we'll assume yeah. this facade. Yeah. And so I asked Mark, I started talking to him, I was like, hey, you know what, what's going on here? And I, he, he told me that, you know, you probably need to replace the modem, or we can send a technician. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to replace the modem. I wanted internet that badly. So I go and I uh, go to the AT&T store and I buy... What was your alternative besides replacing? Wait until Monday for a technician to come. Oh, okay. So wouldn't you do the same? So you're already waiting like all, all night till the next day. Well, point. this is Saturday, yeah. Jesus. But no, so, so I, I thought I could remedy the situation by just going to the AT&T store, buying a modem. Mm-hmm. So I go and buy a modem, come back, new high-speed internet, Motorola modem. I start installing it. And it takes you through, um, you have to install some software, download some right. software for it. And it comes to the point where I have to enter in my member ID, my, my email address, and password. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And you know, I type in my email, same email I always use, and type in one of my passwords. There's only two passwords I use, or three passwords I use for everything. Jew gold and... <laughs> <Yeah>. Hitler, <laughs> you know, Hitler's mustache. Oh, sorry, you don't want to tell no, me. Wait, don't don't tell my passwords. No, there's only three passwords I use. I type in all of them, not working. And I was thinking, you know what? Maybe this is one of those wretched sites you know, that actually gives you, like, a custom password. Right. It's like, you know, Which you're supposed to change. T and, like... <laughs> Which you're supposed to change, but nobody ever does. Yeah, and... You and, write it down on the box and then lose the box. Well, dude, I, I bought this thing six years ago. Yeah. I had you to know? replace my mode. The la- now that you mention it, the last time that I uh, fucked up my internet, it was also a broken modem. Yeah, well, the, the modems aren't supposed to last that long, but this no. one lasted, like, it was around probably about five and a half years. Yeah, they're made in the same tar- town that Mark works in. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> So anyway, I was I was I was just trying to figure this out. I was kind of upset. I called the guy and started talking to him. I was like, um, you know, hey, I want to, uh, you know, I'm trying to fix the situation, trying to install the software. I don't remember my password. You know, mm-hmm. here's my email address. Can you just reset the password? And so the guy's like, Mr. Scott, you must answer the security question. And so I was like, all right, look, Robert. <laughs> I was oh, like, you know, a different guy? Yeah, different Sounds guy. The same. Yeah, but they, they all same, sound the same. same. But they all have different American names. He's like, you must answer the security question. I was like, well, what's the security question? What is your favorite book? I was like, <laughs> my favorite book? Uh, I, I was like, uh, Lolita? No. Um, okay, uh, you know, The Hobbit. He's, and he was like, that is not the correct answer, Mr. Scott. And I was like, well, I, you know, I don't know. I'll give you my social <laughs> was security. This, was this the um, the game show host from Slumdog Millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> is that your final answer? Is that your final answer, well, Mr. Scott? But he was taking it so serious. I was like, you know what? I'll give you my social security number. You know, And then you can prove my identity. He's like, right. that will not suffice. You <laughs> must answer the security question that you selected. I was like, yeah. okay, I don't know. My favorite book six years ago is not my favorite book now. 
Right. And so basically, it was a standstill. He wouldn't, he wouldn't correct it. He's like, you can wait till Monday to call client, you know, customer service. And I was like, give me your goddamn supervisor. <laughs> so this guy comes on. He's like, hello, my name is Willis. Can I help you? I was like, okay, Willis. <laughs> and I explained the whole situation to him again. He's like, what is your favorite book, Mr. Scott? I was like, you know, I, I don't know. American Psycho. It is not correct. And he basically said the same thing. So I was like, I was so frustrated. I'm like, I'm going out drinking. Mm-hmm. Got wasted. Came back two thirty in the morning. I was thinking, all right, you know what? Maybe I'll try to just reset. I'm gonna my- try that favorite book game again. <laughs> that was like, fun. I might just try to reset the whole machine and just kind of see are if you, it works. Are you back to thinking you could fix it yourself? Well, actually, nice. I was so drunk that I forgot about the whole situation. Thinking all I was thinking about was, you know, didn't get laid. I'm gonna jerk off to some internet porn. Come back. I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot about this. My modem wasn't working, so I immediately called again. This time, I, I think I spoke to Brian, mm-hmm. and Brian was like. What is your favorite book? I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was just like, you know, listen, can we just get through this? I don't know my favorite book. I'll give you some, you know, my mother's maiden name, my address, my birth date. He's like, yeah, basically, need- I'll give you everything you guys can give you. Then you'll be able to uh, steal my identity and open up yeah. credit cards. Well, that's why. Just give me my internet I, porn. I, I wanted it so badly, I was willing to risk that. And so he's like, you need to answer your security question. I was like, uh, breakfast of champions. He's like, nope. Catch 22. That is not correct. The information. He's like, no. And I was just like, Tropica Capricorn, I don't know. And he's like, I was like, give me your goddamn supervisor. So I got supervisor, explained it again. And he, he got to the point. He's like, what is your favorite book? I was like, The Wind in the Fucking Willows, <laughs> you fucking slurpy head. I couldn't think of another derogatory term uh, for an Indian. Yeah, and log. then I threw the beer I was drinking against the wall. It, it exploded. There's beer everywhere. And I just slammed the phone down and was pissed. Had to wait till Monday. I think we could have accepted Wog or Packy. Packy might have worked, but that's Pakistani. Right, but I think they're even more offended. <laughs> I should have said Wog. I just said Slurpee Head. I think I probably what doesn't even know your, what a Slurpee is. What is your favorite derogatory term for an Indian gentleman? <laughs> so anyways, that is incorrect. <laughs> in, in summation here, I called on Monday, spoke to another guy over there. I think his name was like Herbert or something. Mm-hmm. And Herbert called the customer service in America. And I spoke to Patty, and Patty's Shit, like... Shit, he's on the ball. Yeah, we, we did a three-way gonna call move there. To the, he's going to become the manager. Wait, it, the manager it, of managers. It, I mean, he, he was on it. And so Patty, Patty was like, okay, Mr. Scott, well, you, can't answer, you can't remember your security question. happens all the time. What's your last four <laughs> digits of your social? I told her, she's like, your favorite book, The Giving Tree. I was like the the giving tree. Uh, you know like, what really? this is, dude. That's the lamest book. Yeah, but you know what this it's is. It's so gay. I love it though. I love this. The giving tree. No, I love what's going on right now. What? This is one of those rare but great occasions where D. Simon's smartass attitude comes around to bite him in the ass. It's totally. That is exactly <laughs> what happens. Everybody <laughs> loves it except for you. Everybody, you- all your friends and relatives and you know close acquaintances, coworkers. We all love this. Well, you know, it was like six <laughs> six years ago when I was typing. I was like, "Oh, favorite," you know. I could have said, "What's you know, what street did you grow up on? What's your your first animal's yeah. name?" I was like, "Well, favorite book, <laughs> Giving Tree." <laughs> <laughs> so Giving funny. Tree. Some and asshole's then, gonna read this, and they're really like, gonna Giving Tree. It's gonna zing them. <laughs> you know, and I, I totally thought that. And look, look what happened. Came bit me in the ass, hardcore. No jerking off for two days. One of these days, I'm gonna put together a coffee table book of just all the times. All the times, yeah, yeah. There'll be own... photos of you with anguish upon your face, Bitten and then also the before stupidity. when you're doing the smart ass thing. Dude, I full on had a Jeff tantrum, like my brother mm-hmm. Jeffrey tantrum on this guy awesome. calling him a slurpee. So anyway, the, the dude was like, okay. Once I said that, the, the guy was like, Herbert was like, so there you go, Mister Scott. 
there is a light at the end of the tunnel. What is your favorite book? And I was like, The Giving Tree. And he reset the password, jerking off the internet porn, porn 20 minutes later. 20 minutes later, I was ready to go. So that's why, people, that, you know, thank, thank God, uh, because of my own stupidity, mm-hmm. the show almost didn't happen this week. Yeah. I, get, I had the Who's Your Favorite Actor once, and the guy was actually able to help me, you know. I was like... Give you hints? Well, I was like, uh, Morgan Freeman, and like, no, whiter. <laughs> uh, whiter? <laughs> Clint Eastwood, I don't know. No, no, fatter, a fatter gentleman. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> that is your favorite actor. Good job. I will connect your tubes now. See, I would have said something stupid, like something really obscure, like William Cat, you know, the greatest the American hero. Is. I would have said something like that. I'd be like, <laughs> no one's going to come up with when William When are you going to learn? Actually, nobody wants you to learn because it's entertaining. So, Wackerly, since we're on the, uh, the, the book theme here, the theme of reading, we actually got a recommendation, uh, a suggestion from a, from a listener that um, I actually want to bring up here on the show. Because most of the are suggestions... Are we on the theme of reading? <laughs> reading porn on the well, internet? Well, books. Oh, we're talking yes, about books. The giving you know, tree. The, yes. the giving tree. Right. Since we're talking about books here. Sure. Uh, we actually had a, uh, you know, a commendable suggestion here from a listener. You both, most, of, most of the listener suggestions, we just kind of you know, put in that, uh, you know, that folder I created on my desktop called Trash. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kind of throw them all away. You right. know, criticism, suggestions, comments, yeah. concerns. Yeah. On my on my PC, it's called the Recycle, recycle Box. Because, yeah. uh, you know, Bill Gates <laughs> knows how to change it up. Well, that's where I file them all and then I click Empty Trash. Like under, yeah. you know. So anyway, this this one I just happened to put read. Put them back in the tubes. Back into the tubes. <laughs> back on back, the, back the, out, the out tube. <laughs> the out tube for my computer. So this guy, Ian, wrote in. This is actually kind of a suggestion I think it, that's worth noting. He writes mm-hmm. in, Hey, Dean Lance, with the success of your podcast, <clears> I know you're looking to branch out and expand your media empire. That is true. Yes. One day we will control the world. Be like uh, Rupert Murdoch. Uh, with I want to be like Oprah. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That's where he's going here. With Oprah's oh, okay. recent announcement that she's going to retire, I think this creates an opportunity for you two. There's Oprah a void can crush Rupert. That needs to be filled. Oh, dude, Oprah. Do you think if Oprah summoned her minions and Rupert summoned his minions, she, who would uh, have more uh, minions? Oprah's would rip Rupert's minions and Rupert to shreds. Bit Just rabid, by limb. rabid menopause-laden 40-something females. Your sister even loves Oprah. Yeah, she's not even in menopause yet. No. She might be. She's well, old. She's some weird things going on. <laughs> so he said Oprah's book club is going, is going to be something that will definitely be missed. And it's a chance for you, the literate duo that hosts Sick and Wrong, to step in and fill this void. Imagine... <laughs> The Sick and Wrong Sickers applied to covers of millions of books, endorsing the book as a must-read. Yeah, I would love to. And, like, could we just, like, Oprah, could we, like, endorse people's books and then they would get mad? <laughs> That's always great. Like Jonathan Franzen or something. I don't even care Remember if they're that? frauds. Remember that? The John- corrections. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was like, really- I don't approve of this book club thing or blah, 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 blah. I was amazed, though. <laughs> and then there's she- the frauds. That's another good you point. You know, No Country for Old Men, didn't she? Or was it The Road that she... Uh- it was The Road. The Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. A very he he bleak- likes Oprah. He's been on Oprah. I, I was surprised. He, did an- that- he never does interviews. He's he a does recluse. An- he did an Oprah interview. Because she has that much power. It's she has that much horrible. sway. Oh, God. It's on YouTube. I mean, he's great to listen to, but she's the most fucking inane questions. Oh, God, I could just I could picture that. The audience. <laughs> and James Frey is the dude who made up the story. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the million little pieces yeah. of crap. 
There's that book. So, oh, I'm such a crackhead. I was a crackhead. <laughs> Wah. Wah. Wait, it uh, says here you weren't really a crackhead. Oh, sorry. Such a liar. <laughs> of course, your taste in books is likely to be a little bit different than Oprah's, but to be fair, her audience of vapid housewives need a bit of a shakeup. That's mm-hmm. true. I just want the audience. I mean, if this will get all those vapid housewives to listen to our show, so then I'll it. do it. He goes, might this be a good first selection? I remember you guys talking about something similar. Anal ghosts and vaginal ghosts. I think they're also called womb ghosts. In a previous podcast, check out the summary. The reviews on Amazon are pretty hilarious. Ian. Well, thank you, Ian, for your suggestion. And yes, you know what? This week, because it is right before the holidays, and I think a lot of people are are trying to think of last-minute gifts, I think books, you can never go wrong with a book. Especially for for children. (laughs) Well, you can go wrong with a book. But a book is a good last-minute gift idea because it's just like go to Borders, pick something out. It's mindless, but it has the illusion of being mindful. Thoughtful, I guess, is the word. And, you know, someone can at least, you know, put it on their bookshelf and look smart. Right. You know, maintain the illusion that they're intelligent, that they read. Or, you know, you can give somebody a cookbook. Uh, You like cooking and eating, right? (laughs) I always think you can't go wrong with porn. But uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, if you gave it to your mom, that would be... Yeah, wrong. family members, it might be inappropriate. So maybe not for your, for your parents here, but this is a book that you probably get to a lot of people. Uh, Ian suggested here, The Haunted Vagina. You ever uh-huh. heard of it? It's by, the, the book or the actual vagina? Uh, the, the book. Oh, no, I haven't heard of the book, but I think I might have seen, seen a, a haunted, haunted vagina, vagina or two in my day. <laughs> I think we both have. I've been to some nasty strip clubs. Don't do that clicking thing, dude. Oh, I yeah, just I heard just you do it, it again. again. I did it again. God. <laughs> it's become a nervous tick. Uh, Carlton Mellick III here is the author. He's written 14 novels. I've never even heard of them. This book, The Haunted Vagina, is about um, how difficult it is to love a woman whose vagina is a gateway to the world of the dead. Mm-hmm. So Steve here is madly in love with his odd girlfriend, Stacy. Unfortunately, their sex life has been suffering as of late because... He's worried about the odd noises that have been coming from Stacy's pubic region. Right. I think we call those queefs. 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 Pussy farts. Pussy farts. Um, she says that her vagina is haunted. She doesn't think it's that big of a deal. Steve, on the other hand, completely disagrees. And when a living corpse climbs out of her during an awkward night of sex, he learns that her, door- her vagina is actually a doorway to another world. Now, this is a full-size grown man living corpse, or what? I, you know, I don't know. It just says living corpse. But it climbs out, and it's I can imagine... A, it's not a homunculus. <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine that'd be a bit, you know, unnerving to yeah. see a corpse climb out right. of uh, your girlfriend's right. vagina. What's the meaning behind this book? That I he hates have women? no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. It's like you read some of these I hate comments. women, too, but, I mean, if there's one part I like about the woman, it's the vagina. I'm not going to write a, well, the, write but, you a know, book about a, calling it the gateway to hell. You know, it's, it's an interesting premise. You know, they said there's subtle humor, surreal erotica, and some genuinely creepy moments. So, you know, I, I think it might be an interesting book. I think a lot of our, our fans might, might enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But so I was reading through a couple of the reviews What does he think here. about buttholes? <laughs> Yeah, they didn't say anal ghost. But I was reading a couple of reviews here on Amazon, and I was thinking, who does that? Who writes reviews on Amazon for books? Have you ever done that? No. God, no. you got to be a total <laughs> burke to do something like that. There's dudes who've written thousands of them. Because you get... I get it's it's a there's a reinforcement loop there. There's a like you know the teacher's pet type thing because you become if you review more books and then people say that your review helped them buy the book or enjoy the book, you get you promoted get, and you get uh, to like be, a ranking. Yeah, you get like you can be like you know a silver level, gold level, platinum level, 
Amazon reviewer. And then... And if, what do you get? A t-shirt? A gold star? Well, no, you're featured more prominent. You might be like the first review that people read when they pull up that book's page. You know, those people need and, a hobby. And then if you click on the reviewer's name, it will like go to their bio page. Have, do you you've never care? noticed this before? Do you care what some Burke has to say about the Burke's criticism of this book? I skim the reviews because, you know, you get some shitty books. I'll read them if they're funny, but what about Yelp? How do you explain that? Same thing. That should be called Bitching Burks, a site for Bitching Burks. That's more bitching. I mean, that's people who like, uh, you know, I asked for eggs over easy and they were runny and I told them I didn't want them runny. So I'm going to go fucking make a bad Yelp review of this shitty diner, you know? Yelp. But okay, we're talking about Yelp.com here, but Yelp.com can can severely, you know, uh, ruin a business. No, and then, like I said, there's people there who are, um, they're seeking revenge upon you. They're not uh, really trying to provide an accurate review for people. No, that's why I don't even, you have to be a Burke to disparage a business on Yelp. Unless, you know, there was like a pube pube in your sandwich or something. Yeah, like, okay. So anyway, here's a couple Burks from uh, on Amazon.com that talk about this guy. Jeff here in Portland. Wow, we have another mind-blowing book from Bizarro High Priest Father Melek. What if your girlfriend's vagina was a gateway to another universe? Mm -hmm. What would you find there? It's like, idiot. Who cares? By the way, what did I say? By the way, did I mention my favorite radio program is the Dr. Demento Show? <laughs> okay. Here's uh, Christian uh, from Montreal. I have to admit, I had great expe- expectations with such an intriguing title. But apart from the title, this is a sadly written story about a man seeking love through his lover's sexual organs. This is a woman talking? <laughs> Christian, Christian, I, I don't Christian know. Christian was a... Guy's name, but... Canadian. That sounds very much like a feminine opinion. <laughs> Once again, though, what, what does that tell you? Isn't that what every dude does? I, you, Seek I, love through the, through the vag or the that's, butthole? That's why I think uh, Chris, Christian here needs to grow a sack. And finally here, here's Ingrid from South Dakota. The book's called The Haunted Vagina. What more could you want? It'll make you laugh until you pee your pants and cringe until you bite through your lip. You've not lived until you've read a book about a haunted vagina. Yeah, and she didn't even read the book. She just read the title <laughs> she just and she read the title. that. Nice job, Ingrid. And you know what? I think this is... The, this the, podcast needs more listeners like that. Like Easy Ingrid. Easy to Just please. like everything. Uh, but they, <laughs> they, but, they, they burp and talk about poops and pussies. It's the greatest podcast the, ever. What more could you need? What more would you want to listen to? So, so listen She's to this. bread and butter. I think... Uh, uh, what's his name? Carlton here. This is his, his whole thing. These mm-hmm. provocative titles. Uh, a couple of his other books, Satan Burger, Razor Wire Pubic Hair, Baby Jesus Butt Plug. Mm-hmm. It's, he draws them in with you a title. You can buy a Baby Mediocre Jesus Story. Plug. Yeah, I guess you can buy that. Yeah, you on, can. on Adam and Eve. They have them? They have them there? I'm sure they have it there. I've seen it before. Well, I think this guy wrote a whole novel about it. Wow. So there you go, people. He, first... really, he really just has to write a new book. He gets his whatever upfront fee and just looks around his apartment. <laughs> I guess Baby Jesus Butt Plug, that's what this one's going to be about. <laughs> type, 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 type. Mediocre story. So there you go. Haunted Vagina might be good. It's the one of the sick and wrong book recommendations. A couple yeah, we, others. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We, can't, we can't put our imprimatur. Did I say that word wrong? Yeah, an imprimatur on imprimatur this. Imprimatur on this it. book. We haven't even read it. But I'm taking it from... Uh, That's from this guy. I'm this taking guy it from Ian. Ian recommended it. Ian recommends it. I it's guess, not, it, okay, it's not sick and wrong officially right. approved till we've read yes. it. 
Right. But Ian recommends <laughs> that's that probably book. a good policy. I think Oprah at least read those books. She doesn't read the books. Her staff, or she, she has a staffer who read it. We don't and have she's, any. She's got we like, don't have any staffers, so we have to read them. One of her assistants will come over and she'll be like, "Just give me the gist, okay? What's about? All right, yeah, synopsis. The okay, note. all right. Write a couple questions for me. All right, let's do this. That's what she does. <laughs> Get this shit in the can. <laughs> let's just go here. I gotta go sixty nine with Gail later. It's go time. <laughs> me and Gail got an orgy to attend. Uh, so. Uh, anyway, um, okay, so we're not going to officially endorse The Haunted Vagina, but Ian is. And thank you, Ian, for the suggestion. Here's a couple books that I personally, D. Simon, recommend as gifts for the holiday season. Yeah. You can't go wrong. This was one of my favorite books, and it's a gift that keeps on giving because you, can, you don't need... This is the type of book you can keep on your toilet and just read snippets of it every time you take a shit. What's it called? Answer Me. Oh, right. By Jim Goad and Debbie Goad. Not really a book. <laughs> well, it's a collection of the first three issues of this uh, <laughs> underground magazine. It was originally right. released with a series of magazines and a collected edition, which sold thousands before going out of print. Yeah. But it's been blamed it for uh, White House shootings and a triple suicide. It's yeah. been banned in countries. There's a lot of controversy surrounding it. But it's a great His wife book. wife got cancer from it, right? Well, not from the book, but oh. she got cancer. <laughs> she oh, got cancer. But Sorry, and it dude. eventually died. But I mean, it's it's, it's chock full of uh, tidbits about like serial killers, suicide, uh, murder, hate. It's almost uh, ob- obsessive compulsive, and it's like when they like when they do that serial killer issue. It's like every serial killer has like a little three inch column about him, and it like goes on and on and on. And there's pictures. Yeah, no, and, it, and it's it like has, a catalog. Like, some, it's, it's, it goes. It delves into serial killer obscure. I don't know where yeah. he he found out a lot of these facts. Right. And the thing is, he didn't have like a you know a Mac to produce this on. This is all produced old school. So and the Xerox machine and a I highly recommend Answer Me the uh, the first three issues here, and it's just one. Uh, it's it's just a collected edition. Uh, my second book is, I actually do recommend The Road, Cormac McCarthy. I know Oprah really? recommended it. When I can just go see the movie, I'm going to read but the I book. I think you should read the book first. And <laughs> I, then go I, see I did. The movie. I was the first person to read the goddamn book. You loaned it to me. Yeah, it was your recommendation. I bought it when it came out. Before Oprah. So, I, you know, I like the story. It's a great, very bleak, um, desolate, post-apocalyptic story. And, uh, you know, I think it would give you background for the movie, which I've heard the movie's actually a bit slow. I heard the movie's a bit depressing, even more so than the book. And the book is so depressing, that might be too depressing. Yeah. I'm still going to see it. I don't know why I haven't yet, but I can't I think it's it a, I think it's going to be a good movie for you just to down a fifth of Jaeger. In the theater. Just get really a into fifth it. fifth is a lot of Jaeger to drink in a, in a two-hour span of time. <laughs> you can do it. Um, but the third the book The Usher's going to be pulling me out across the slimy popcorn-strewn floor. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> I think it would just be great. And you're just laughing. <laughs> Uproariously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking shopping cart. Like you're watching the a wobbly wheel. It's like you're watching a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> so my third recommendation here, and I think this is which, a great by book. the way, was my first choice for who was going to be cast in that movie. I really think Will Ferrell was robbed when they gave it to Vigo. <laughs> <laughs> my third choice here, or my third recommendation for a holiday book for the season, is another Lance Wackerly book that I think I got from you. Maybe I think it was the Fermata. Yes. By Nicholson Baker. Great yeah. book. Do you know who Nicholson Baker is? Have you ever like Yeah, he's a Berkeley author. He's, author <laughs> he's Berkeley. like he's like a librarian, right? He's just some doofy looking dude. It probably tucks his shirt into his jeans, uh balding glasses. Uh looks a little bit like Salman Rushdie, but not Indian, like American, you know? 
And he writes these books that you're just jacking off to the whole way through. Dude, I mean, this make you, that makes you so horny. Is essentially erotic. It's a little bit weird. Yeah, it's it's a little weird, but it's uh, just a summary here. It's about this guy who has a power to stop time. Like he can like snap his fingers, whatever. He can right. stop time, like the, like the witch and bewitched. Right. And, and tons of writers would be like, "Wow, what what, what kind of philosophical things would this bring up? And what would you would you go to your childhood places and relive them in the absence of the passage of time?" No, Nicholson Baker's cool because he's just like, "I would take women's pants off <laughs> and feel them up while they couldn't move." Or, That's or, me. Or he would he would take off this 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 woman's pants, undress these two women, and switch their underwear around. Or put one of those like butterfly remote control, remote control vibrators, vibrators on them, and then and then switch time back on and turn the vibrator on. Yeah, and then uh, watch her like get yeah. concerned. And as soon as she tries to take you know reach down to her genital region to see what's down there that's stimulating her, he'll stop time again, then remove it. Yeah, and then put and it then, back in. And then she's having a gigantic orgasm like on the bus. I would like to think that's what I would do right. if I could stop time and then. Yeah. He calls this gift the fermata, F-E-R-M-A-T-A. Some so, term from music where you like hold it, hold a note or something like that. It's a great book. I, I highly recommend it, and I think it'd be an, an ex- excellent gift for a man or a woman, mother or father, grandmother or grandfather. Um, well, if one there's one thing about old people. They might not like the internet porn. They might not even like the Playboy glossy magazine porn, but they love the literature the porn. Literature, the literature erotica. Old yeah. people love it. So there That's you go, the Fermata Nicholson Baker. So, Wackley, what do you recommend here for uh, your sick and wrong 2009 holiday uh, season books? Uh, you caught me a little off guard here, but I'm going to have to say James Blish, Black Easter. <laughs> James Blish. Black Easter sounds familiar. Uh, you know, it's not the proper holiday. We gotta wait about three months. But it's uh, it's like a science fiction book from like the sixties. Where, but the science is, uh, or the the whatever the 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 premise is that. Like, what if all the, uh, you know, summoning of demons, as as they wrote about in, like, the grimoires of old, what if that was actually true? And in the present day, you know, like, nefarious governmental secret agencies got control of that. And so they could just summon demons? Yeah, it's total pulp, as is all of his shit. But but, this, uh, fan- this sounds more like fantasy than science fiction. Well, it's science fiction because other than the fact that, like, okay, if we do these uh, ceremonies that are in these books, demons will come forth. Everything else is straight realism. There's no, like, magic wizards or any of that shit. There's no, like, magic Jesus stick or anything like oh, okay. that. Okay, but so it's... it's- it's based, but I mean, is it based in like this, uh, you know, dystopic society in the future? No, it's like our society right now with this one change. And like they, so they what get, kind of demons does this guy summon? Like Baphomet, and like there's a bunch of them, and he goes into like very, very detailed descriptions of the whole ceremonies, and then how the demons like come into reality, and what what exactly they look like. And what exactly sure. the people want from the, the thing that I distinctly remember. I read this a while ago. I probably it's need a to good holiday it. themed book here. <laughs> the though. thing that I distinctly remember is one of the dudes who gets a hold of these, like one of these uh, rituals or whatever. The reason he's doing it is because he's got this obsession where he like can't have sex with women because their assholes are close to their vaginas and it's dirty to him. <laughs> so he sells his soul to this demon so he can get this like sex creature, which looks just like a young woman. Except she has no asshole. And like I said, it goes into specific detail of him 
getting the sex slave creature and then like taking her pants off and like looking right down there and there's this and like there's no beautiful moist dripping ready vagina and then where the butthole would be it's just a smooth there's a crack there's an ass crack right she has ass and, and how does she but there's just a smooth taint that's not interrupted by a butthole you just it goes right up to her and eye. how does she defecate She's a magic. She's a de- demonic creature. She and they, she doesn't they, need to they, shit. They, they Maybe poo. she shits out of her mouth while he's not looking. <laughs> she must poo. Which I would else. worry more about that. <laughs> but apparently, you know, he's got this thing about the butthole. God, I, I mean, I always look at that's it, a very it, minor part of the book, but it's the thing I really remember about the book. And it's also got one of those. You <laughs> that's know, spe- something I would take home with me. Speaking as Speaking well. of the road, it's got one of those very like dystopic endings. It's not. Uh, some like you know like oh well good thing everything turned out all right at the end James Blish he died the year I was born nineteen seventy James Blish and the book is called Englishman. Black Easter Black Easter so there I think I bought it at like a pawn shop just because I like I was like what a ridiculous title and then I had some weird like you know some like pulp artist was probably paid a hundred bucks to be like uh paint a scary demon on the front and he was like this weird I bet, you know I think that might be the next book I read. If you can find it, dude, it, it might be kind of hard to find, and I don't think I have my copy anymore. I'll, I'll have to look for it. I'll it it check really it out. was one of those pulp novels printed on like the shittiest paper <laughs> with the shittiest binding glue ever, and I think it just disintegrated. Well, it so there, you, you just gave people a New Year's resolution to find Black a reason Easter? to live to go find Black Easter. It'd be great. It'd make a great movie. I, yeah, I think it sounds like From what it, I remember. It, it, yeah. it sounds good. So there you go, people. Sick and Wrong Book Club. Uh, we just recommended our holiday books, the books for this holiday season. I think you should go out. And uh, I, think, I, I recommend giving books. I like receiving books as gifts. People, uh, this is episode 205 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show. Uh, if you recall, we, we've been doing these three listener stories, listener submissions we're going to do all this month. And if a listener wins, you're going to get some of my Jew gold. I got a bunch of chocolate coins. Chocolatey coins. Hanukkah guilt. Chocolatey coins. So I'm going to send those to you if you do win. Uh, last week, uh, we had three listener submissions for episode 204. Who got Lis- the coins? Oh, well, listener one sent a story about a Kiwi, New Zealander, who infected his wife with the gift, HIV gift. Gift that you can't return. Uh, listener two, <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving till you're dead. Till you're dead. Listener two here uh, sent a story about meow meow, new drug, uh, which you take it and then you tend to rip off your scrotum. A uh, listener three sent in a story about a lactating Swedish man. A uh, listener three came in a distant third. Apparently, people were not surprised that Swedish men would uh, milk themselves. Mm-hmm. It's the whole emasculation of the European man. Right. You know, uh, next week, uh, some guy sent us a like, detailed email. I want to read it on the show next week about why uh, Swedish people are, have become emasculated in recent times. What? You're, you're going to save it till next week? going to save it till next week. I'm on pins and needles here. Um, you, you know, they'll give you a reason to stay tuned. Reason to show up. <laughs> reason to come back. So listener three uh, sent a story about a uh, – listener three came in with 38 votes. Uh, listener one came in second with 101 votes. Listener two, Meow Meow Story, came in uh, number one here, 123 votes. Uh, for the oh, I just Meow read Meow that. I didn't removal. actually submit it, right? No, it was uh, Greg from Aberdeen, Scotland sent that one in. I, I think Aberdeen! Even, I think you even forgot to mention his name. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, I was wondering about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm of Scottish descent, and I was drunk. You know, you know what I wonder? It's like, this guy should probably steer clear of Meow Meow, because they wear kilts there. Your balls are so much more accessible than our balls. Right. 
you don't have time for second thoughts because yeah just hanging like with right us out. it's kind of like god i'm really high i really want to rip off my scrotum but the belt and... is so difficult to untie the zipper i was about to rip my balls you know, off this like, meow meow is fucked up but you know if you're wearing a kilt it's just like i think i'll lift up the balls here and uh, bollocks rip <laughs> you know I oh wait, Ian. <laughs> you rip my balls off i'll rip your balls off <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Um, I can't imagine why uh, someone would do that. So there, congratulations, Greg from Aberdeen, Scotland. Don't take me out, meow. Don't rip off your balls, but keep wearing kilts because kilts are cool. You won episode two hundred four. You won the Jew Gold. Um, people, you know the way sick and wrong works. Wacker and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. Present them here on the show. Audience votes. When it gets a case of beer, you can send in your listener submissions. To uh, stick around podcast at hotmail.com right. or send them directly through the forum. Before we get to the articles here for episode uh, 205, this week's show, quick word from our sponsor, courtesy of uh, Felipe. He uh, wrote, he uh, created this new Dildo December promo for us. Dildember. Yeah. You know, Felipe is uh, my favorite Mexican. I think I asked you this before. Are we sure he's Mexican? He might be Puerto Rican or. Argentine. Actually, his name's Felipe. Spanish. Well, what other? What, what, what do you think? He's Norwegian. Indian. <laughs> he's an Indian guy with a Mexican name. He might be an Indian guy working in a call center that receives calls from Mexico. He could be. I guess he could be. And then right. he works in. He might a, be a slum dog. I wonder. Well, okay. I would. I would like to assume that Felipe is Mexican. Um, he replaced. I'm cool with that. I just he replaced Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada has always been my favorite Mexican, but then. Now I'm like, you know what? Felipe makes really cool promos for us. What the fuck did Eric Estrada do for us ever? Chips. He did give us hours, chips. Hours of uh, entertainment. He's only half of Chips, though. I mean, what about John? Yeah, no, John. I think John should work there, What too. about the Chief? Oh, yeah, the Chief is in that. So thank, <laughs> thank you, Felipe, for creating uh, this Dildo December promo. He also sent us a new it's, is that Gay promo that's actually done really well. You know, I was remiss not to mention this on last week's show, but uh, thank you to uh, Montreal Matt for creating that $6 million butthole intro that we played last week. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, he created this He created this promo by making his French hot French neighbor record a bunch of audio... Uh, saying the intro with the sick and wrong intro. Montreal Matt. Yeah, I find it funny that Montreal Matt, um, the way he tries to hit on his hot French neighbor mm-hmm. is to go over there and uh, have her record an intro for a podcast. Yeah, that's, that's not gonna going work? to work. I mean, it might work if he looks like Johnny Depp. I'm begin- I'm- if he looked like Johnny Depp, why would he have time to record promos for us? Yeah, I don't know. He says, long live the swarm, Montreal Matt. Also, can you give a shout out to my friend Ib? He's in the Laurentians of Quebec. Training pack dogs. That's what they do there. That's what they do in Canada. Uh-huh. You, you train pack dogs. It's like a job. Right. So, so this is like a sled dog? Is that a pack dog? Yeah. It's like, they, you know, they do the uh, Iditarod. Okay. So this guy probably trains But that's the dogs. other side of the country. Well, they get, they, it's all cold. They can they fly the dogs there. there. Yeah. What about clubbing seals? Is that something else they do up there? I think that that's just like a leisure time activity. Oh, okay. Or a courting ritual. Mm-hmm. Either one. So uh, thank you, Montreal first Matt. Di- and- first date type thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Montreal, Matt, and uh, thank you, Felipe, for uh, creating these promos for us. Here you go. New Adam and Eve Dildo December promo from Felipe. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire's crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. 
It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. Pretty amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. There you go. It's like you can go to Adam and Eve, 50% off your selections. Go buy like a candy cane dildo or Jesus butt plug. Felipe has a very uh, Americanized voice and accent. <laughs> Uh, you know, I have a hard time thinking that he's like in Mexico City. He's a goddamn Mexican, okay? And you know, it, why I does feel... it sound like this? Hey, man, uh, buy a dildo for dildo December. You know, people always bitch about our accents because we that use kind ho- of stereotypical, like these stereotypical I accents. I and I, I understand, you know, not all Mexicans, English, Scottish, French, Indian, Chinese people sound the way that we think they sound, but in my mind, that's how I think Felipe sounds. And this promo that Felipe did, it doesn't sound like what I think he sounds, but in my mind, I'm translating it, so it does sound like he's like, go to Adam and Eve, say. Uh-huh. You know, I'm thinking he sounds like that. What do they call that? You're in your sus- suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief, exactly. Or, or you are suspending. Yeah, I'm suspending it. Wow, but you that's, know, a, that's some hell of suspension you're doing. <laughs> but, you know, Felipe goes to all this trouble to do this. I kind of want to do something nice, like, you know, buy... Maybe buy a coyote for him to get the rest of his family into the country. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be a nice gift, don't you think? Uh, you're assuming he's already in country. Or, or you know what? This is what a lot of Mexicans need, like floaties, because it's hard to swim right. across the Rio Grande. Or just penicillin, because it's a disease-ridden hellhole down there. Oh, okay. So pen- maybe, maybe we should give him some penicillin and a pack of floaties. Yeah. He can get his whole family back over like, here. Like, care and they all can, can, a, a, a true sick and wrong care package. And, they, and you know what? And they can all just get together and make us all these cool, sweet promos. Like in a sweatshop. Yeah. Like in the basement of the building. I like, I like where you're going with this. <laughs> so thank you, Felipe. We got some big plans for you. Uh, you know, this is episode 205. Wackerly, I don't know if you started last week's show, but let me kick off episode 205 with a couple of my stories. First listener submission here. Sent in by The Undertaker. He says, I wonder why they didn't hide it in the manger display in, the, in place of baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. What he's referring to is a fetus was found in a gift box, and a Texas couple was charged. So, a uh, this, gift box? <laughs> yeah, this happened in uh, San Juan, Texas. A uh, South Texas couple put an aborted seven-month-old fetus in a gift box under a Christmas tree after they were unable to flush the remains down a toilet. Ruby Lee Medina, 31, and Javier Gonzalez... 37 of uh, Mission, Texas here, have been charged with the abuse of a corpse and tampering with evidence. Well, you just heard those names there. Yes. Are you, are you going to say that they're not Mexican? They seem pretty Mexican. Okay, yeah. But they don't live in Mexico. They live in Texas. Or Tejas. Tejas. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been charged not with murder here, but abuse of a corpse and tampering with evidence. That's key. Listen to the rest of the story. Uh, so San Juan Police Chief Juan Gonzalez... Said, you know, how did they? You is know, San Juan right on the border? I mean, this, it must is, be. this is pretty questionable. Well, you know what? I don't understand. If everyone's last name is Gonzalez, don't they all think they're related? I don't they get probably, it. They probably are all related. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, San Juan police chief here said police found the fetus inside the woman's trailer home after getting an anonymous tip. So what, what happened here? Someone opened the package or, or did they give this gift to somebody and they like opened it up? They're like, dude, I so did not ask for an aborted fetus. This is disgusting. Well, D, I know you're Jewish and everything, but it's not Christmas yet. So oh. nobody would have been allowed to open the gift. So there might be in- a Christmas rascal. That like that open is the gifts sneaking, prematurely. sneaking little peek. You know, you tear at the corner open to see maybe what you're getting because you, you just can't wait. And then you're like, "Holy shit, a fetus!" <laughs> <laughs> I've called the police. <laughs> uh, I hope I don't get caught for being a Christmas rascal. But there's a goddamn fetus in there. Shit. Autopsy results are pending, but Gonzalez said police believe the woman used pills to induce an abortion. Uh, then she called an ambulance after she began bleeding and told doctors she didn't know what happened to the fetus. Like the morning after pill? What are you talking about? This I is seven month old. This is that, seven, seven, seven months of mornings after. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. What is this magical Mexican abortion pill, and how come we can't get it in this country? Yeah, I don't know, but I, I like it. Is you it Spanish what? fly? I think it's three bottles of tequila. That's not a pill. <laughs> Do you just drink it? It's a is Mexican the word abortion. pill in quotation marks? <laughs> <laughs> Well, apparently you can you can eject a seven month old uh, fetus uh-huh. with this magical Mexican abortion pill. Yeah, make I can I can just imagine the, the the fetus in there thinking like, "Mom, Dad, living in a trailer in San Juan, eject, eject, <laughs> abort." <laughs> through uh, the police chief said that the couple tried to flush the fetus down the toilet, but that did not work. You know, I like this. The, I like the fact, though. I know. Do so they have indoor plumbing in their trailer? I don't know. It Isn't was. there just, yeah, there must be something, or a septic tank or something. I was thinking like a camper toilet or something. Well, aren't you, like, when you're on a, one of those buses, you're not supposed to shit on the tour bus? Really? Maybe you're not supposed to flush fetuses on the yeah. tour bus either. I would think in San Juan, you just throw the fetus outside to the wild packs of roaming wild dogs, <laughs> and they take care of it for you. Well, you know what I, what I think is good? I, I know that couples aren't supposed to be flushing fetuses down the toilet, but it's good that they do things together. Yeah. You know, I like how it's like he didn't make his wife, okay, well, that's your problem, that's your baby. You know what, this is both of our problems. Let's take the magical Mexican abortion pill, and then let's just flush that thing. So and he was like, I'm going to drink three pint glasses of tequila also. <laughs> and punch you in the stomach. <laughs> like a piñata. Teamwork. <laughs> eh, teamwork, man. <laughs> well, apparently the toilet thing didn't work, so they cleaned out the fetus, and they placed it inside a gift box under the Christmas tree. Hmm. That's that. That is a logical progression of places to put the fetus. What I wonder is why and for whom. Like, was it their own Christmas tree? Because that's a gift that they're going to get themselves. Or is it like I'm not going to open that one essay? You like know, it's, it's a white like, elephant. It's <laughs> what the white elephant gift. <laughs> I actually have a work Christmas party coming up this weekend where we do the the white elephant gift exchange. So do I tomorrow. Getting some ideas here. I know. I'm about to say aborted <laughs> fetus. Uh, and they would never know it. They never pinpoint you. You don't pregnant you. ladies? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much the whole story. But the best thing about this article are the comments. This story, and you know that, how people can... Can I, can I, make, can I give, make you pause here? This is the best thing about any newspaper website. Yeah. The comment section. Well, this is the best thing about reading news online. The greatest collection of cranks, know-nothings, dumb fucks, conspiracy theorists, people that you know nobody in their life ever listens to anything they have to say, but they just spout off on these newspaper comment boards all day long, and I I love reading it. I'm almost addicted. I know. I'm kind of obsessed with it, too. I I never posed. 
But the SF Gate, the Chronicle, has some of the incredible. best comments. It's incredible. This one's pretty good, too. This is from like uh, uh, some Texan newspaper here. So some guy writes, uh, this is just horrible. Seven-month-old fetus. My coworker and his wife just had their baby at seven months in October. They're taking him home this weekend. This baby could have lived and been adopted. Oh, Jesus some other guy, Fuck you, Some Tex. other guy replies, adopted? I don't think Mexicans believe in adoption. <laughs> <laughs> My heart goes out to what would have been a beautiful child. Okay, so what, what do you mean? What are you saying here? Mexicans don't adopt? I think he's saying they don't give their children up for adoption. Well, what do they do with them? They, I'm sure they do. You've, you've seen Mexican families walking around at the Walmart. They have like 53 kids. They just keep them all. <laughs> well, this whole thing like, became... Oh, oh, here comes another baby. I guess that means less beans for the rest of you guys. You got to share. So here's a couple other comments. This whole thing turned into an abortion debate. Some guy writes in, what is everyone so upset about? It's just tissue. Thousands of abortions happen every day. These little babies end up in the trash. At least this one got put under a Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, nice one, guy. Some guy goes, are you serious? I'm not sure if you're a defense attorney or a pro-choice wacko, but if I punch a woman in the stomach who's seven months pregnant, I get charged with attempted murder. Yeah, that's true. Or, or if you kill a pregnant woman that's, that's seven months pregnant, you can get a double murder charge. And, and, and pro-abortion people fight against those laws because it, it weakens their argument. Well, this guy here is saying, I'm a little surprised as an abuse of a corpse charge, seeing as what happened to a legitimately aborted feti. Of course, they did say Texas... <laughs> he really says feti? Feti, yeah. It's a fetus, dude. <laughs> You're trying to sound smart, <laughs> asswipe. Of course, they did say Texas now, didn't they? Drowning by mother at age seven is an actual Texas abortion. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess... In the, in the Rio Grande. I, I guess to rate this story... It all comes down to what you feel, how you feel about abortion personally. Do, do you consider this baby to be a human? Or do you consider this baby to be like, you know, a conglomeration of cells? That at all. Why yeah, but okay, that? if they... They put a fetus, a dead fetus in a gift box under the tree. That's what makes it sick and wrong. In their trailer. But, okay, but, it, but if it's just, all right, let's say, you know, it was a one-month-old miscarriage versus a seven-month-old forced miscarriage. There's no difference. Okay, so you're saying that's not a it's human still life. It's like gross. It's like <laughs> it's just a gift you wouldn't want. It's just like <laughs> rotting biological matter that I don't want in a gift box. I mean, it just makes no sense why they did it. It is kind of disgusting. Are they are these guys meth heads? I don't trailer, know. trailer, San Juan, Texas, San Juan. I they think might, so. I don't think they're thinking right. I just wonder, like, if they had other kids and this is going to be a gift for the other kid instead of buying, like, a Cabbage Patch doll. It's just like, well, you get the fetus. It's a little slimy, though. <laughs> you could work with that, though. Really? <laughs> Covered in a, in a, a tortilla sack. or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Poke holes in a tortilla. You got, like, a little coat for it. You could uh-huh. do something. You could do. You could work with it. Right. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> on the sick and wrong star scale... I'm going to give this a 4.75. Yeah, I'll give it uh, a 4.75. Actually, I mean, because to not give it a 5 means there's something that, you know, more grosser, more disgusting could happen. I don't really see it happening. So, so you're going to give it a 4.5? Yeah. I'm saying a 4.75. Why? Because they could have done some weird satanic ritual with it. Well, they I mean, you can always, with you, it. you're going way overboard there. I mean, the dog could have ate it. And puked it back up, and then they put it in a gift box. Yeah, and then I'm saying there's some in leeway. It. 4.75. There's is always leeway. <laughs> All right, 4.75. All right, so whose story are you doing here for episode 205? 
Uh, uh, love the show. Mary and her comment is, is this what a holiday party is like in the Wackerly family household? (laughs) (laughs) Wackerly family is quite a funny term. It's like, this is kind of what a holiday party is like for Wackerly. If Wackerly had a family to to celebrate holidays with. So you're saying... Maybe the outcome would be different. Okay, so if you went to your family's holiday party, this is... This Not what a, would happen. The whole if you when you listen to the story, you'll understand. Okay. The whole reason this happened to this guy is because he has no family. <laughs> Banger Maine, uh, Laura and Smith. Name. Yeah, you banger. brother, you banger, dude. I live in Banger. Let's take her to Banger. <laughs> I am gonna Banger. <laughs> they must never get sick of that joke up there. Fuck, I couldn't. The T-shirts must be amazing. Laura M. Smith, who's twenty-seven, is a Banger resident, and she. Uh, Gets banged quite often, I'm sure. She faces up to 30 years in prison and a fine of up to $50,000. Judge Anne Murray. It's steep. Not the Canadian songstress. <laughs> Judge Anne Murray set bail at $50,000 for Smith. Now you wonder what happened, right? What, what yeah, could go yeah. wrong in Banger? But, but 30 town. years, was it a murder? What it's happened kind of uh, Stephen King territory, right? Maine? Doesn't he lives in Maine and he writes Actually, all his yeah, books are based Cujo in Maine. did Cujo happen in Banger? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I think his stories are based out of that region. On November 28th, Smith and another tenant had a party attended by the victim during which a lot of liquor was served. Everything's looking good so far, right? Yeah, actually, that sounds like <laughs> sounds the, pretty that sounds awesome. on the up and up there. It's not yeah. bad. Party, lots of liquor. Yeah, it would suck if you know they gave a party in which no liquor was available. That would be horrible. Yeah, no, and it's just a bunch of dudes just kind of hanging out. What's up? Sometime during the evening, the victim, they, they keep redacting his name. They just call him the victim. They don't actually it? state his name? No, well, name. apparently Maine does not uh, disclose the names of crime victims. Interesting. So anyway, but the victim lost consciousness due to the alcohol he had consumed. Also, perfect end to an evening, in my opinion. No, exactly. It's right. like I mean, it's slowly drift off to sleep in an. Well, think about case. it. The, the perfect end to an evening is is getting some ass, like getting laid. That's perfect. But if that doesn't happen, drink yourself into unconsciousness. Yeah. I prefer to get laid before I start drinking. We kind of have to have a girlfriend for that. <laughs> yeah, okay. But but I'm saying it's like if you're single, you go out, you you know, use a little bit of social lubricant. Yeah. Then hopefully in get the laid. expectation of using real lubricant, get laid, and then... Then cocktail, then pass out drunk. Yeah. Right? Or if you don't get laid, then be like, you know what? I'm feeling like a depressed loner right now. I'm just going to drink myself to unconsciousness and wake up tomorrow a new day. These are all good options. Yeah, great option. <laughs> But, you know, so what could go wrong? Everything seems fine, right? It sounds hunky However, the victim woke up the next day with what? Burns on his back, an injury to his abdomen, a broken ankle, and internal injuries. Oh, you know what that means. His liver gave out? No. no. There's something something inside the colon. This this sounds bad. This sounds like... Uh... Now, I, I, I've woken up extremely hungover, thought I was going to die many a time. But I, I've I, never, I've never done this. He called nine one one from uh, at eight forty a.m. the next day. He felt that fucked up. And see, I've, as most of the listeners know, I've woken up with unexplained injuries before, but not never, a bro- not a broken ankle. Though. No, never. I mean, to that, to that, uh, that level, that extreme, where I've had to call nine one one. That had to be what forced his hand, right, to to make the call, the broken ankle, because burns on your back. 
shit that I'd like try and make a hot pocket and like lean into the stove. Or did I gonna pass get... out on the heater? Uh, injury to my abdomen, you know, I fell over on top of a chair or, back or something. Or, you know, you could have been like, dude, let's get into a punch stomach competition. Who can take the most blows? <laughs> right. You know, that's happened. And even internal injuries, you could be like, <laughs> that's a little weird. Uh, you might have stopped at Taco Bell for a late night T-Bell run, gotten some fire sauce in there. I guess. You or... could just be like, Okay, it'll pass. Has this it, happened before? It depends. And when you say internal, like if it's an organ, like your stomach is upset, if you can't walk right because your asshole's, you know, prolapse now, right? there's Taco, an issue. That's not good. Taco Bell. Taco Bell does not prolapse. My, Chipotle prolapses my anus. <laughs> <laughs> Chipotle isn't open till four in the morning. Now, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, so he called 911. I, I, I submit that it was the broken ankle. Like, his ankle is fucking hanging off in a weird angle. You, you just got to call the ambulance at that point, right? Yeah. Uh, an eyewitness. Uh, so he didn't know what the fuck happened. The cops just taken, or the ambulance takes him to the hospital. He's all fucked up. The, the hospital's probably like, what the fuck happened? I don't know. I was drunk. What? But an eyewitness who lives in the same building that this party occurred also attended the party. He actually called the cops because he was still disturbed by what he witnessed that night. This is like a couple of days later after the party. And what was that? What was that? What did happen? He saw the victim. He got to the party. Saw the victim nude, lying on the floor, almost unconscious. <laughs> and we've all been there. Right? You're still like, hey, what's up, man? No, they almost La- unconscious. Yes, but the I've party. Never, I've never been at the party naked, lying on the floor. Almost unconscious. Though. Almost unconscious. Still yes, fumbling. but the nude. The victim was sodomized by Laura Smith with a wooden dowel, <laughs> and Laura laughed about it. The man hosting the party kicked the victim in his midsection. There we go with the abdomen injury. Okay, well, what right? type of host do we have here? Is this like a sadomasochistic party? Like, you know, it's like, I'm going go, to go to the holiday party with a sadist that lived downstairs. I think the difference is the victim is 43, and Laura M. Smith, and I assume her boyfriend, who probably owns the place, is 27. So they've just been drinking all night long, but they just have more stamina because they're sort of Because they're younger. Drinking and, prime. Uh, you yeah. Know, the 25 through 30 age, I think, is the drinking prime. So I, a, I'm out of the drinking. So I, was about to say, I, I pass out myself before other people. But you, I mean, do you tend to pull the Houdini? You disappear. You don't just get naked. Oh yes, you just because pass out I on know the, floor. the people I drink with are the type of people who'd shove a dowel rod up my ass. <laughs> so I go away and lock myself behind a door. Um, Laura Smith began to heat water in the microwave. Then she poured the water on the victim's back. There we go with the burn to the back. She did this several times. Jesus. Uh, so <clears throat> the witness tell the cops this. They go pick up Laura and the the homeowner, which I assume was her boyfriend. Um, the man, this is the guy, the boyfriend who held the party later to a police that what? I was drunk and I don't remember anything. <laughs> Good defense. I would use the same thing. Uh, he's not been charged, but he's still under investigation. Uh, Laura told the cops that the reason she put the boiling microwave water on his back was that they were trying to wake him. Don't you wake somebody up with cold water? Yeah. And uh, so that, well, but she's drunk and she's from Banger. It's really cold outside. I mean, you could kill somebody by putting cold water on them when it's 40 below outside if you're about to kick them out of your house. Yeah, but, so, okay, but do, do you trust this woman's drunk ability to heat up water in the microwave? I don't trust her at all to do anything. So I would never drunk. drink with this lady. This is just like the worst case scenario of drinking buddy. Look, but it's slightly plausible that they were trying to wake him up, right? They just were too drunk to realize how hot the water was. But the dowel up the butthole. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, okay, all right, maybe I can accept the hot water on the back. 
But I don't accept the Dell and the being sodomized with a Dell. That's the worst way to wake up. Well, Smith admitted police that she did sodomize the victim, but she said that she did this as a joke. <laughs> so come on, man. We're, we like the jokes here. It's no, sick and wrong. Yeah, no, dude. This this woman is like an, a natural comedian. Comedian. And then, and then here's another mark in her favor. How is his ankle broken? Well, his ankle was broken when Smith and the man who hosted the party attempted to drag him up to his apartment and tuck him in nighty night, right? But he fell down the stairs because they're wasted. <laughs> they dropped his ass. Um, he now has Dude. a perforated bowel, I assume, from the dowel rod sodomization. And it's become infected. Now he's got a colostomy bag. Ah, so there dude, you go. It's the worst. It's the worst. Smith's attorney, the woman Smith, uh, <laughs> during her first appearance in court, said that uh, she has mild mental retardation, post-traumatic stress disorder, ADHD, and a sleeping disorder. <laughs> and I'd just like to also say that she's also a cunt. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, just a, a serious, it's just an incorrigible twat, Yeah, this lady. So this sounds to me like uh, that one episode of Friends that they never aired. Uh, you remember wow, that one? do you have that one on tape? I don't really yeah, see it. Yeah, it was great, Who got dude. sodomized, Ross? Uh, yeah, no, I think it was... Uh, the, Joey? The, the, the guy with the Chandler? drug problem. What's his name? Chandler? Chandler, yeah. Chandler, yeah. And In real life, he had a drug problem. Yeah, no, she, Courtney Cox. She sort of Courtney's Cox. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was amazing. It was, it's a good show, yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. I'll post it in the forum. But so, this guy, I mean, think about this, dude. Worst holiday this party this guy's ever been to. Yeah. Actually, November 23rd, that was Thanksgiving. So, right? the Thanksgiving party. Right. You know, that, that's why, even if you, if you live by yourself... And you live in a in an apartment of studios here, and your neighbors below right. invite can you I, over. Can I pause right now? I wouldn't go. Okay. Oh. Whew. I thought you were going to say you should watch your liquor intake, <laughs> which I was not going to endorse at all. You're just saying don't go to the party. No, don't go. Get shit-faced into your apartment. By yourself. Yes. I you agree know? with you, D. Simon. Drink yourself to unconsciousness. Yeah. Avoid the depression. Good point. Avoid the perforated bowel the next morning. Good point. Because this guy got a colostomy bag, I'm giving this... A four star. I'm giving it five. You're giving it five just because the bowel torment? is perforated. Yeah, that's pretty bad. They didn't murder him. They could have <laughs> murdered. Him. They they could have chopped him up into little pieces. It put would him be in a totally boxes. different. It'd be a totally different story. It would have okay, been a different four, story. Four, four, and four and a half. Four and a half. I'm giving it four and a half. Um, the third story here for episode two hundred five comes from uh, Allison over at the University of Wisconsin Madison. Mm-hmm. You ever been there, Wackerly? No. She writes, um, Badgers. Thought you guys would enjoy this one. I can't believe I didn't get the credit for sending the Peruvian fat bandits. Oh, well, that story don't turned start out to be a this. hoax. And, uh, yeah, you know what? We, we can't give everybody credit. You know, everyone sends in these stories, and we try to pick the first. We try to be diplomatic. Uh, she writes in, Keep up the fabulous work. I love the show. I'm so glad. You know what glad. I got in her story on? A picture of your tits, Allison. So that, didn't send that would have guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, you would have been the been submitter read. on that one. I'm so glad I found someone almost as sick as me from your favorite co-ed, Allison, University <laughs> of Wisconsin. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, a woman here, 98 years old, was indicted in the death of a 100-year-old nursing home roommate. So a 98-year-old woman killed a 100-year-old woman. Mm. These uh, youths today. <laughs> epic battle. A Massachusetts grand jury has indicted a 98-year-old woman accused of strangling her 100-year-old prison nursing home roommate. Or not prison. 100-year-old nursing home roommate. Yeah, same thing. A second-degree murder charge. Essentially, it is. But I was wondering about this. Do you think she would be sent to prison, being 98? 
What would they do with her? I mean, I would just run up behind her and like make a loud noise, and then she's dead. And Hard to that. deal with it. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know. What do you do with a with a you know? I mean, she's almost a centenarian. What do you do with someone that at that age that kills somebody? Uh, I don't know. Forty lashes with a wet noodle. Yeah, I did. You know, I I, I wonder. It's uh, if if she'd be sent to prison. So uh, prosecutors say that Laura Lundquist killed her roommate here, Elizabeth Barrow. In uh, Dartmouth, Massachusetts, after the two women had an argument over a table that Lundquist had placed at the foot of Barrow's bed. Uh, Barrow was found dead with a plastic shopping bag tied loosely around her head. It's such an old lady murder tool. Yeah. It's an old lady murder implement. Yeah. They always have Happens in uh, Big Love, season three, I believe. They murdered with a shopping bag? The old mom murders, uh, well... I don't want to give anything away, but let's just say that this happens. Yeah, this happens. Shopping bag around the head. Well, Barrow here, the the deceased, complained that the table obstructed her path to the bathroom, and that's old lady. I'm I'm glad that this old lady used the bathroom, and didn't just like where it depends. You know? <laughs> Although she wouldn't have been murdered. No, but she's a hundred years old. I guess. Or yeah. this is the murderess or the murderee. This is the this is the murderee. Uh, when a nurse's aide moved the table, Lundquist, the murderess punched the aide in the face, and grumbled that her roommate might as well just have the whole room. See, I was making light of this because it was the 98-year-old, like, you know, mixing it up with the 100-year-old, but she's actually punching the young orderly? Aide, yeah, orderly. <laughs> this, this is why I couldn't live in... You know, this work. woman's a menace! Well, this is why I couldn't work in a nursing home. You can't, you can't hit a 98-year-old woman. Oh, I would have busted out the taser. Well, you can tase them. Oh, dude, I would have tased the fuck out of that old bitch. Uh-huh. Be like, don't you touch me! Or you could just say, like, you know how I remove your impacted fetus every day? <laughs> how about I miss a couple of days, and I'll, I'll see you in three. Yeah, see what happens then. Yeah, that's your punishment. So uh, the district... Backed up, <laughs> The district attorney here said that uh, Barrow, the murderee, repeatedly complained that Lundquist was making her life a living hell in the weeks leading up to the woman's death, and that Lundquist remarked that she would outlive her roommate. So it all comes down to mortality. Mm-hmm. What's strange here is a nursing home spokesman, and this, is so, this proves how out of touch they are, uh, he said uh, he asked Barrow twice whether or not she wanted to change rooms or roommates, but she declined. She compared, he compared the pair to sisters, saying they took daily walks together, ate lunch together every day, and were heard at night saying, good night, and I love you to each other. Mm-hmm. And they lived together for like, uh, you know, like 20 years. Same right, room. yeah. Well, people can hate each other. Markley, do you think this will be you and I one day? I hope not. <laughs> well, I'll, put the bag of me, your, I'll put the bag of your head right now. <laughs> uh, Lundquist's attorney, this is funny, Carl Levin, contends his client was not involved in Barrow's death, saying we maintain her innocence. Carl Levin, the, is he a senator? From he Michigan? was a former Michigan senator. I don't know if he's now working as an attorney so. here, but maybe not. Um, so they, they claim that they're going to send the 98-year-old lady to a state hospital for a competency evaluation, and uh, we'll find out what happens. Competency. Competent for what? Yeah, I know. I know. 90, 90-year-old woman. I, I, she's not competent to do anything. She's competent for a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what else she's she can do. She's good at petting cats. That's what she's competent <laughs> she to do. She can knit one hell of a pair of socks. Probably not. Yeah, yeah, 98 arthritis is so bad. So this leads me to believe that uh, a good idea... That I had here reading this story is, 
You know, we have all this, these issues with Medicare, Medigap, and, and taking care of old people and the Med- elderly. Did you say what Medigap? You, Medigap. It's something they have in uh, Michigan. It's uh, for old people. It's oh. like when you're over 60, you get Medigap. Right. You're dealing with that with your dad. Yeah, my dad. My dad's a Medigap. Medicaid. But it's like you have all these old people, and like you know, the government's trying to pay for them. They're trying to overall health care. Why not this? Why not combine the UFC with a convalescent home? The ultimate fighting championship? Ultimate granny fighting championship. Um, UGFC. But, you know, these old ladies, they don't have a lot of range of motion or... The, the fights might be slow. Stamina. Yes. But like, dude, real slow. Yeah, but think about, like, uh, okay, what would you rather see? These How about old... we combine them with, uh, you remember the battle bots? Ooh, I like where you're going with this. So, like, they'd have a wheelchair or a walker outfitted with, like, razors. Yeah. And, uh, like, they Moving, could shoot out like, fire. saw blade armatures and flamethrowers and, you know, basically... The grannies have control of the buttons. Of the wheelchair, and they can press the buttons. Yeah. The battle maybe, still maybe might be slow. to give them a little help, we amp them up on amphetamines or something. Why, why couldn't we control the remotely? Like, with a remote control, we could control... The, we could put the, the so grannies then it's just, in... It's more like just human sacrifice. It's not really a battle <laughs> at that I'm just point. saying, grannies' re- reflexes are a bit slow. They're going to be right. pressing the button slowly. It's going to take a lot longer to like well, shoot the, out the flame and roast your your uh, your opponent. Well, the other option is, I mean, they still have the anger, right? Okay, why not just strap, duct tape them to a battle bot? How about just strapped into a chair with an electrode run up their back? You know, face two of them facing each other across the table, and just one button, and they can just shock the shit out of each other. Oh, okay. So like Simpsons style. Yeah. It's like who can, who I can think press the button the I most think that's times. from a famous experiment. Yeah, a famous <laughs> experiment. Yeah, but, got it but the Simpsons, the yeah, Simpsons yeah, did right. that. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, one I, of the first. That was like the second Simpsons episode ever. I can't believe you remember it. I, w- I wouldn't mind just seeing you know like a Walker outfitted with razors. Maybe they get a couple different weapons and just mm-hmm. in a room, padded room, just go at yeah. it and see who yeah. wins. Why don't we just throw them in a piranha tank? <laughs> One yeah. by one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quicker. So on the sick and wrong star scale, 98-year-old lady, you wouldn't think she'd be capable to commit murder. Mm-hmm. That's what impresses me about her. Do you her. think we could be elected to the death panel? <laughs> oh, let's just wait to see what happens when Obama passes his health care plan. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I know. We have experience in these matters and fresh ideas. I would like to fresh submit. Fresh, innovative approaches. I would like to submit my application right right straight away. I think, dude, I think you'd be a perfect like you know death panel ambassador. Yeah. I think that'd be Czar, great. Azar. 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 The death panel Azar, yeah. I mean, plus, we have creative ways. I mean, we could film this. This is, this is a multi-million dollar idea here. So I'm saying sick or wrong star scale, 98-year-old lady killed a 100-year-old lady. That was someone's Nana. You don't mm-hmm. think Nanas would have a fight to the death. I'm gonna, But then again, she did put a table blocking away the bathroom. They're living hell here. I'm going to give this four stars. Four. Um... Four and a half. Four and a half would be five, but you know they're almost dead, anyways. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, what? How much? How, how much longer does she have to live? Three under weeks? under my death panel regime, they would have been dead for twenty years already. <laughs> well, under my regime, they would have fought to the death probably ten years before. <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> People, go vote. You can decide who won episode two hundred five. Sick and wrong dot com. We got a few phone calls. The sick and wrong drunk dial line two zero six 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 three eight four six is that number. You can also email us at uh, stickerongpodcast at uh, hotmail.com. Uh, before we get to that, here's another word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. People, as you know, it is Dildo December. So this guy uh, recorded a promo in the worst Sling Blade voice I've ever heard. It's almost epic in its inaccuracy. 
Well, I mean, he can't even get the mm-hmm right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a rising inflection. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I understand. I admire the fact that he did this, and uh, you know his a uh, for effort, a for effort, f for quality, yeah, f for execution. It's, I mean, it's probably the worst sling blade. I mean, I bet you uh, Billy Bob Thornton would be like, dude, what the fuck are you thinking? Not yeah. even close, right? But it, I can't. It, I mean, I don't. Billy Bob's misguided. I mean, how come he's done all these shit movies? Although Bad Santa's great, but he. He really needs to do Sling Blade 2. Let's go back to the retard. You can't go wrong with that. It's the thing that made him great, man. Yeah, you can't. Back to your roots. So uh, th- thank you uh, for sending that in. And uh, here you go. Billy Bob Thornton endorsing uh, AdamEve.com. D. Simon, Lance Wackerly. Some folks call them podcrafters. I call them assholes. Mm-hmm. I reckon I better tell you my sick and wrong story. Mm-hmm. I looked in the window and caught my mama working herself good with some sort of pussy toy. Mm-hmm. Some folks call it a rotating G-spot vibrating dildo from adamandeve.com. I call it a pussy toy, kind of shaped like a nanner. Mm-hmm. I guess my mama entered the code word diddle at checkout and got 50% off almost any item. Three free adult DVDs. And a gift so sensual, I can't even mention it. Mm, I reckon I'll get back to my biscuits and mustard and jerking off to D and Lance. That's funny and queer, not funny, ha-ha. So right now, uh, go to adamandeve.com and, uh, yeah, type in diddle when you check out. Get 50% off your item, free shipping, free gift, all sorts of cool free stuff. Buy yourself a, Actually, that's where you should do your Christmas shopping, adamandeve.com. Yep. You can just because I mean you won't have to pay as much money, so take that from uh, Billy Bob Thornton over there. <laughs> <laughs> Wackily, we got a few phone calls. Stick wrong, drunk dial line two zero six 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 three eight four six is that number? Why not play call number one? What's up, guys? I'm calling from Florida. I just saw two bums one time fucking behind a super Walmart on my way to work, and they weren't even behind the actual. Does he work at Walmart? No, he was on his way to work. Okay, so he was... And it's not Walmart, it's Super, Super Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> I love how bums fuck behind Super Walmart. Yeah. So it's it's huge. It blocks out the sun. It's like, <laughs> it's like a giant monolith. Well, I imagine, like... You can buy a fucking new car in Super Walmart. You can, like, you know, get an abortion in there. You can buy <laughs> groceries for a year. Do they, do they only have Super Walmarts in the Midwest? Because I've never seen one out here. Oh, they don't. Ha- they have them in the Central Valley of California. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Actual dumpster inside that like half square cubicle that covers the dumpster. They're just right out by the edge of the wood behind it, and they start fucking. The other bomb was really banging the other one out, and I stopped and I said, "Hey, get the fuck out of here!" The one getting railed looks over and says, Sh- "Mind your own fucking business, faggot." I get one up. A male bomb. Getting bummed calls you a faggot. That's a special moment. That's a precious moment. That is a precious moment. He should, like, seriously, that should be on a poster, a motivational poster. But why does this guy need to halt the bum fucking? Why does he need to be bum coitus interrupt this man? For fun. But, but, okay, if you're... He's not be- I know what you're thinking. You're getting at the fact that he- you think he's being cherub of justice, no, which is your like brother's a, job. Kind of, he's like a chaperone at a high school no, dance. He's like, just step, having fun. Okay, step apart. It's fun to harass homeless people. 
I actually, I'm at the point now when they ask me for money, I love it because I just tell them to fuck off and lick them straight in the eye. Well, I would have done something like in this situation. I don't know if I would have yelled, yelled and said, just, you know, stop what you're doing, assholes. I think I would have just driven by and like threw a Wendy's Frosty at him. Well, you haven't heard the whole story yet. Okay, all right. I like how this dude has such an intimate knowledge of, of the workings of the back of the Super Walmart. <laughs> the, the, gar- the, the trash cubicle, and they're back by the wood, about 40, 40 knots back, clicks or whatever they call them in the military. And 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 maybe you're right. I mean, he says he's going to work. Like, why is he driving behind the Super Walmart because he's parking. He's parking to work at the Super Walmart. <laughs> the Walmart employees aren't allowed to park he's a in the host. parking lot. He's a host. He's the greeter. That's he's the greeter, the Walmart greeter. Let's listen to this one out. So I just wigged out and grabbed the closest thing I could in my car, and it was a golf ball. And I hurt that bitch out the window and hit him right in the throat. <laughs> and then the other real scum. I want you to cackle over the details. <laughs> well, what's funny about that, too, is just like, okay, so the best way to stop bum sodomizing each other, golf ball to the throat. Once again, Extremely I don't effective. think he's trying to stop them. He's just harassing them. All right. <laughs> okay, but a good way to stop, just case in yeah. point, if you're planning to do that. True. you got to have a pretty good arm, though. Good aim, at least. I still think Wendy's frosty. Bum throat? It's yeah. a skinny throat. Yeah, I mean, not many skinny. bums are fat dudes with big, See, huge, thick necks. This guy probably necks. played baseball or something. True. Real scummy looking motherfucker pulled his dick out and his shit stained fucking camo pants back on and started coming towards the car. All I could do is just giggle and drive off. <laughs> just how you guys might enjoy that. Uh, keep it sick and wrong. You guys are the shit. Lance, you suck. <laughs> Normally you get the you suck. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised. In Florida, D reigns supreme. Well, I think you don't know why, because you've ripped on Florida a few times. Well, it's a shitty state. So, you know, what else could he do? What other alternative? Do you fight the shit-covered no, no, camel no, bum? No, you no. just leave. No, you want to maintain a safe perimeter. Yeah. But, I, you sure. know, I still, and, and not to, I don't want to, um, you know, uh, summon up the ire of uh, this Floridian here, but all I have to say is, if I find, you know, come upon two bums fucking, mm-hmm. I'm probably just going to leave them alone. I might, if I am, if I am holding a Wendy's Frosty, yes. I might throw it at them and run. I guess he's in a car. Hurl it upon them? Yeah, if, if, if he's in a car, so he can easily get away. Right. But on foot, what are you going to do? Or run? Okay, but, but there's could, always a chance that the bum can run faster. He can run faster because he's a wiry, you know, meth head. And, it's and like the next person to walk by might be like, oh, look at that Jewish guy getting fucked by a bum. Because, dude, you know, he just ass-fucked another homeless guy. He's, he's going to find you, beat the shit out of you, and will ass-fuck you. So I'm just saying, be cautious yeah. when you fuck with him. I think it's a good idea that this guy had a car, a vehicle. And I want to say there'd be no lube, but really the lube would be the shit from the last homeless guy's asshole. And that can't be sanitary. No. God, just so chock full of diseases. So what's call number two? Hey, Dan Lance. This is Andrew from Georgia. I was calling you about the other day because I was listening to Too Too Light last night, tonight, because I can't seem to fucking finish one episode in one night. When I... Wait, he was okay. So he's listening to half the show one night and half the show the second night. Mm-hmm. I does think it, he needs to get some sleep. Because <laughs> he's a little confused. This kid sounds like he's like you know been up all night on some internet forums. Yeah, or playing WoW. Playing yeah, World of Warcraft. When I heard when I came across the Cougar Puma writing style of women. Now I was in 
the bathroom taking a piss at the high school yesterday. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an accent. He's from Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, well, got, he, uh, we're thinking he's a student, not just some perv who tries to get in the high school and use the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he I'm, sounds young enough to be a student. I don't think he's a substitute teacher here. No. I think he's—he sounds like he's Janitor. like a ninth grader. Ninth grader. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, I, I'm, I'm in there. I just hear this girl just getting her ass fucking rammed in there. So being the fucking pervert that I am, I go and look. The girl's the fucking size of Rhode Island. And I'm like, what the hell? Size of Rhode Island? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of a confusing illusion. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think it's like Rhode Island. Well, right? Rhode Island is a state, which is huge in the general scheme of things, right? Well, it's a state. He's exact, it's hyperbole. It's a hyperbolic but, statement. He's saying she's a really large woman. But why not say but, she's built like a you know a Mack truck or a hippo? But, but, but Rhode Island is the smallest state. So is she a very petite woman? So Rhode you, Island is compared to the other states is very small. So if you're saying he said uh, she was the size of Texas, you're picturing like a 600 pound woman. Alaska. Okay, Alaska. <laughs> That's a big lady. No, you just there's no confusion. She's yeah. gigantic. I think he means she's gigantic. Okay. Now, what would you grade this as far as that sort of grading still crap? Because. I guarantee you, though, this girl may have been fucking huge. She could have not have been more than 16. But anyways, yeah, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Fuck off, bitches. Gee, what Whoa. was the deal with this acrimony gangsta, at the end? Gangsta at, the end. at the end of the two phone calls, all this, like, acrimonious, like, ending here. Right. I don't, I like I don't know it. what the deal is. I, like I kind of like it, too. It gives a little spice. Well, fuck you guys, too. But you, you know what? He's got a good point there. Actually, you know, the guy that was fucking in the bathroom... This is something I regret, and you know I, I brought this up before on the podcast. But seriously, dudes, a fat chick will fuck you in the high school bathroom. A sixteen-year-old fat chick will do that. A sixteen-year-old hot chick, not going to happen. No, and so, he he wasn't even getting fucked. No, he, was, he wasn't. He was eavesdropping on the. But pocket. the dude that was you know ramming the girl that was the size of Texas, yeah. you could do that. So guys, you know, think about it. You want to get laid? Don't go for that super hot cheerleader chick because there's no way she's going to fuck you because her pussy's way up on a pedestal. The fat chick can't even get up on the pedestal. She no. break the pedestal. She's passed out and and falling on her back trying to get up on the pedestal. Yeah, she can't even but, get on the pedestal. But don't, let's not lose sight of the kid's question. Yeah, okay. Fat what, chick scale. What, you don't, well, he was saying, what is the scale? Or where does she fall on the scale? But the, the cougar puma snapping turtle scale says nothing about weight. It's all about age. Yeah, but that's what I wonder. So There's think, a transverse scale that has to be So are you saying that a fat girl should just fit into the Cougar Puma scale? Or are you saying a fat girl should have a separate scale entirely? They're totally perpendicular. You can be fucking a... I'm going to propose that the, the weight scale goes along a nautical theme. A, okay, marine, not states, a marine theme. Not geographical themes, because you can almost have states... That's nobody from any pl- other part of the world will understand. Okay, so this thing, is right? more universal. All right. Yeah. A so you have like theme. you know a a, a, a plankton. <laughs> <laughs> so plankton's like under like, like under five. Like severely anorexic, okay. right? <laughs> and then you have like uh, I don't know uh, a minnow, a trout, uh, a narwhal. Um, <laughs> what, you know what, what, uh, 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 like a seal? A killer a whale. Walrus. A seal. And then you have, you know, like a sperm whale. Well, what about a manatee? Where's a manatee fit in here? It's in between the sea narwhal cow. and the dolphin somewhere. Okay, so the dolphin, b- b- beneath killer whale, 
But yes. the biggest that you can get to is a sperm whale. Come on, people. You can go to, to, to an encyclopedia and see how big the marine life is, okay? All right. So you're just saying it's going to be a bunch of sea creatures that determine... Right, because the cougar, puma, I don't know how the snapping turtle got in there, but like most of that scale is mammals, yeah. land walkers... You know. And and these girls are all like, you know, they're 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 marine creatures. Well marine. what I'm saying is you could have a snapping turtle trout. A skinny old lady. Okay, snapping or a turtle huge, trout. Or a snapping turtle sperm whale, or uh, a kitten sperm whale, a big fat young woman. Okay, no, so so you, you could have so you're saying you could have a cougar manatee. Yes. Okay, so she's Which I think is the, the that's the ideal 40. zone for me. Well once again, you know Cougar it's like, manatees. Email me at wackily at sacredlinebobcast.com. Well, okay, so what's going to happen is this 16-year-old girl that was getting railed in the bathroom, you know, yes. she's getting railed in the bathroom. Right now, she is a, well, let's see. She'd be a manatee, but she would be no, I, a, I think he, a he kitten said she, manatee. He said she was big as Rhode Island. I mean, okay, so she, she's like sperm whale. Killer whale, maybe. Okay, she might be killer whale. Killer she's probably whale. killer. But she's like what? what? What is that? Kitten or chick? Sixteen. Sixteen. I don't kitten? remember. You were the guy who brought this. Yeah, this I, I forgot. Whatever. But she. So she. Yeah, I think that. it's a chick. I think it's chick. Sixteen is chick. So she's a chick sperm whale. Yeah, she'd be a chick no, sperm, not sperm whale. Killer whale. Killer whale. Chick killer. She's, she's not as big as a sperm whale. Sperm whale's obese. A sperm whale's an obese. Sperm whale's morbidly obese. Morbidly obese. Okay, so you're saying killer whales just obese? May not may, killer whales maybe even just overweight. There's, there's got to be a whale in between killer and sperm. Like oh, a sperm okay. whale like a is like sixty whale. feet long, and a killer whale is like twenty feet long. Oh, okay, so what's, what's in the like thirty to forty feet right? Like a right whale or something. There you or, go. Or a humpback whale, whale or something. You know, it's like maybe they, yes. you know, something like Call that. Call me so, Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> so there Just you go, people. Meaning to the Moby Dick, but. The, the, there you go, people. Yeah, it's it's that's that's the new scale for fat chicks. They're on the nautical scale, the sea creature, sea creature scale. scale, sea creature scale. I, I don't know what the fuck you would call like an octopus or whatever. Yeah, that, that doesn't. That's count. like a, it's defo- a sea. Defo- it's, that's like uh, you know Jerry uh, Joe's cousin from Vexify. Yeah, <laughs> it's the octopus. one that's got like cerebral palsy and crutches She's and all that. Starfish. Not, I don't know. Not not attractive. So uh, I hope this helps. Now uh, you can classify women appropriately yeah, right. based on their weight and age. Um, What's the third call? That being said, uh, this next call kind of relates. Hey, Dean Lance. Uh, I was just thinking about something. Uh, my buddy uh, loves fucking fat chicks. And I mean, you know, they are fat. It's not like a question of, yeah, I got a couple extra pounds, but they are whales. Wow. Okay, so he he's got it down he here. He already knows the term. He already knows the scale. You know, he's this, saying there's. I don't know how fat they are, but there's some type of whale. So he's saying it's above manatee at this it's point. It's at least killer whale and above. Okay. See, it's very useful. Yeah. Yeah, it's like free shamu. Let me go to that fucking uh, place. killer whale then. Yeah. But uh, he always uh, refers to it as burger tubing. And um, is it burger thought, tubing? That's actually a great. T- Burger tube in. Burger tube in. Yeah. No G. Drop Burger the G. Tube put a per, uh, an apostrophe on there. I like that. So it's like he'll be like because we used to say going hogging. I've heard yeah. that term before, which I was con- was confused. Kind of played out. Yep. And plus, that female pig is a sow, so you should say we're going sowing. Right. So hogging would be. Dude, I'm going to go fuck male pigs. Yeah, dudes. yeah. That's what I always thought. It just. Hey guys, I'm going to have go have gay sex with a bunch of fat gay guys. Yeah. Y'all want to come? Yeah, it's just no. Like, now you got to do that, dude. We're just going to play uh, Madden football over here. Right. But, <laughs> but if somebody were to ask me, you want to go burger tubing? 
I like, I like burgers. Yeah, and I like tubing. So, so yeah, it sounds you know, good. You might sounds be sounds pretty fun. You might be down for it. Might well. <laughs> Okay, he was trailing off somewhere at the end there. Kind of lost me. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we talked over it, but yeah, burger tubing's good. Okay, burger tubing, the fucking fat chicks, I understand. What was he talking about? The pussy fat, like enlarged labia or something? Like I think he was embarrassed gunt? about the term while we think the term is great, and he was trying to explain where the term came from, but it doesn't need any explanation. You know what I like about it, too, is that uh, it's tubing is something you do on water. Yeah. So in a fat chick would be like a whale, a sea creature. Right. So it's, it's a term that's appropriate. The ideal thing would be to be go to go burger tubing on a water bed. Yeah. On a houseboat. On a houseboat. <laughs> that would work quite well. You know, I I think that's a good idea. It's like, you know, guys, if you if you want to go out and get and definitely get laid, I'm saying for sure get laid, go burger tubing. Just plan on going burger tubing. Burger tube in. Tube in. You plan on going burger tubing. Be like, you know what, dudes? <laughs> dudes, you- we're gonna get laid tonight, we're going burger tube in. Yeah. You know? Or, you know what, this is kind of a, an error a lot of dudes make. Why are you going out with your guy friends to get laid? <laughs> go burger tubing by yourself. Yeah, chances are. <laughs> you know, just go hang out at the buffet at the, the, the big boy. No, no. Some big boys serve alcohol. You, you, you want to go to a bar, a dance club, and just find the burger tubing passel of women... And then when you're at the Pizza Hut, tell her all the lies about yeah. how successful you are. You're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to make a stop at Pizza Hut. Yeah, actually. and then but, uh, but but then take her to a hotel and be like, oh, I'm just staying here temporarily. No, just go to her place. Oh, yeah, I guess you go to her place. You're just you're gonna leave in the middle of the night anyway. It's what, yeah. who gives a shit? You, you don't want your friends to see you. No, no, you don't that's want your friends don't bring, to see you. That's why you don't bring your friends in. with you. That's, that's, a good, that's a good. That's a good idea. Maybe one wingman, and you both go in there with the understanding that is Burger Tube at night. And burger tubing, burger tubing means we're sworn to secrecy. You're never going to be my wingman if you keep saying burger tubing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like some fucking posh upper crust crust asswipe. Would you like to get burger tubing? (laughs) So, Wackerly, we we got one more call here that kind of goes right into, uh, flows right into the next email. It's been a while since we've done uh, the Is That Gay bit here on Sick and Wrong. And it's a new bit that... We've been neglecting it. We've been neglecting it. So, uh... It gives me an opportunity to play the Is That Gay promo from uh, Felipe, my favorite Mexican in the world. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Felipe. You are cooler than Eric Estrada. And uh, here is uh, Felipe's new Is That Gay promo. And then we have an Is That Gay phone call and Is That Gay email. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think unicorns are kick-ass. Is that gay? I just watched my brother jerk off. Is that gay? I'm at the hearing on this guy's looking over the wall. Is that gay? I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing. But I think you've got a really nice ass. So isn't that great? It's it's funny when you hear someone that sends in a promo that's just infinitely better than what I could have done. Well, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so so thank you, Felipe. So yeah, let's uh here let's play the is that gay phone call. We've been sitting on this call for a long time, and I don't want to give anybody the wrong idea because we've been sitting on it given the topic, but I wonder if the submitter even remembers that she sent this in. Probably drunk at the time. Uh, congratulations on your uh, upcoming 200th show, and 
That was like a month ago. But uh, I have another, it's this gay question, apparently. So Doc's been drawing penises everywhere, just nonstop, kind of like that guy in Superbad. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that, that they're really, like, gay, not like people sucking cock or anything like that, just penises, dick and balls everywhere. Just fucking dick and balls. I mean, detailed ones, cartoon ones, scary penises. <laughs> Medical illustrations. <laughs> yeah, I know, like the, the, the veins and the perfect <laughs> symmetry with the, with the penis. Are your veins in perfect symmetry? No, I'm just saying. It's like oh. you can like, draw <laughs> symmetrical veins. I, I don't know how to do that. I just If yours are in perfect symmetry, I'm worried about mine. <laughs> not in symmetry. No, no, no. All right. Yeah. Is that gay? Well, uh, Kitty, you came to the right place here because right. uh, we are the authority about whether or not something is gay. And uh, drawing penises in a book, like many, many penises, seems like a gay activity to me. I disagree. Dude, it's okay. Think about it this way authors write because they're relating their unconscious mind. Right. It's coming out through the text. Correct. There's a subtext beneath it. You need to read through it. Right. These, these dick drawings, these dick paintings, Obviously, something that's coming out from his subconscious mind. Right. That's what I'm saying. But they might be pictures of his dick. She said many different kinds of penises. Well, no. He could have just kept no, drawing his own. No, She said many different styles of drawings of penises. There's uh, cubist penises, cartoon penises, uh, renaissance pen- penises, uh, post-impressionist drawings of penises... They can all be pictures of Doc's penis in different styles at different times in his life. Um, maybe he's a Buddhist and he believes in reincarnation. So you're saying and he's an artist. And they're, and they're future incarnations of his body's penises. I just think Doc really likes his own cock. I think this is a manifestation of his desire for cock, personally. You really think he wants the cock? Well, th- th- okay, think about it this way, Wackley. Put- How hard... <laughs> okay, okay. You put it, tell me just, your thing, and then I'm going to shut you down. Put it in a different perspective. Let's say you're a father of a five-year-old, uh-huh. or six-year-old, right? and uh, you know... You- well, which is it, four or five? Five I'm going to say six. six-year-old. Okay, because it makes old. a difference. And uh, you, you, know, you gave your kid a sketch pad for his birthday, uh-huh. and then like, you know, about a week later, two weeks later, you find the sketch pad, you're like, you know, I wonder what little Lance Jr. is up to, and you're flipping through it, right, and the LJ. entire thing is covered from beginning to end, just cocks and balls. <laughs> would, would you be like, uh, honey, we need to talk with Lance Jr. Uh, you know, I, th- I think there's something weird going on here. Manifestation. Dude, what would Freud say? Uh, Sigmund Freud. I don't know. He really wants to smoke a cigar or something or eat a banana. No, I, I think Freud know. would say you're gay there, guy. Your kid is gay? Yeah, your kid is gay. It's got cocks on the brain. Your kid has cocks on Doc, cocks on the brain. Um, I forgot what I was going to shut you down with. <laughs> You're right. Where's your retort? You're right. That's fucked up. <laughs> Doc, stop drawing cocks everywhere. Okay, this is what Doc. You know what? You're not necessarily gay. It's kind of a gay activity to draw cocks. Draw a few boobs. Yeah. Draw for a loop. Yeah, a couple boobs, maybe a vulva I mean, or two. Even if you're not interested in it, at some point somebody's going to pick up your sketchbook and you want to, you know, please your audience. And the some camouflage. Audience will, you want to see a little veg every once in a yeah. while. You know, you never know who might pick up a heterosexual, some boobies, homosexual. Yeah. A butt cheek here and there. I guess if he was jacking off to the pictures of the cocks, right? That would be that would be definitely gay. Oh, I for, I remember my point. 
If you're a guy and you really want cock and you just keep drawing it, you can go get cock. Well, you could look in a mirror. Why do you need to draw it? You could go to a gay bar. You could. You can be the ugliest motherfucker ever. Go to a gay bar and suck a cock within five minutes. So you're saying the fact that he's drawing it doesn't mean that he's necessarily gay. No, I just think he's he's in some type of a... But is it gay to draw cocks? How many cocks? A whole book full of cocks. Cocks everywhere. I don't think so. I think it is. Yeah, if he was really if he was really gay, he could just go get some cocks. I'm not saying he's gay. I'm just saying it is gay it's to gay. draw cocks. That's the question. Is oh, that gay? That's a good point. So we're not really talking about the person doing the thing. We're talking about an activity. Is the activity gay? Of drawing cocks, yes. I think it's gay. If you're a guy. <laughs> Even if you're a girl. Well, no. If you're a girl, it's a little weird. You're probably yeah. like, okay. If you're that, a girl like, and, you're, and you're drawing hundreds of cocks in your notebook, call me. Well, yeah, but that's a different game called, like, are you a whore? Like, is she a whore? <laughs> yeah. You know, is she a whore? Most of them are. It's like, yeah. Ninety <laughs> percent of the time, yes. We might as well not even do that segment. Well, it's just like you know, you're, you're thinking like, okay, my little girl here, my little six year old, has a whole picture just full of cocks and balls. Right. Stripper. Mm-hmm. I would just buy her a pole for her next birthday. A <laughs> seven year old birthday. <laughs> a couple of G strings, some high heels. Yeah. So I think the act of drawing cocks for a dude, especially a dude who's over twenty, uh, that's gay. Yeah. Do we have to say, is it an up or down vote? Can I be like, it's like 70% gay? No, I think you gotta say one or the other. Alright, then I'm gonna say, yeah, it's gay. Alright. Well, as long as, like you said, if he's drawing equal amounts of cocks and vaginas, not then gay. it's not. not but gay. if it's all cock, I, yeah. my only recommendation to Doc is, you know, put some vaginas in there. Add a couple boots. It's pretty easy to draw. It's just like one line and some curly hairs. Yeah, not that hard. That's, that's a vagina. Maybe a Y shape for sort of the, yeah. the leg crease. And the tits, I mean, it's just easy. Yeah, so it's we, very easy. We got an email, too, from a guy who calls himself Hypoxic. Hypoxic. He says, episode 204 was one of the best I've heard in a long time. It sounded like you guys drank even extra liquor. By the end, even D was slurring. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen all that often. Which implies that I'm slurring by the end at all. <laughs> yeah, I think you're slurring throughout. Sure. Anyway, I wonder if this is gay or not gay. I like many kinds of porn, but my favorite type of porn is blacks on blonde <laughs> or any other colored girl. I love to watch a giant black meat pole stretching pussies and mouths to the limit. I don't get quite the jacking satisfaction if the dude has a regular sized wiener. Is this gay or is this not gay? Thanks. Hypoxic. Yeah, that's gay. <laughs> you think it's gay? Yeah, he loves the cock. So you think it's gay because he's jacking I don't even, off. I don't even, I'm not even going to make the caveat that this is a gay, gay activity. Like, he is gay. I disagree. <laughs> How could you disagree? I think... He, he's, he's just stated that his enjoyment of porn has nothing to do with how big the chick's tits are, what her ass looks like, what color her hair is, how she acts in bed. He either doesn't enjoy a porn or he does enjoy a porn based on, based the size on of a man's cock. If the dude has a huge cock or not. And this is my theory why. He likes seeing women in pain. He likes seeing a woman's asshole stretched to the limit. Like a regular cock is just not going to do it for him. He wants to see this massive instrument just totally tormenting and, and the anguish of a woman is what gets him off. I, I really think you're stretching. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's I mean, necessarily is, gay. Isn't it a simpler explanation? Just that he likes the sight of a huge cock and balls. So do you think? So in that, in that, in that mentality, that reasoning, there, he could just you know see Carl Weathers jacking off a video. Of Carl Weathers jacking off. Well, he obviously. And then, 
he obviously has some type of a psychological block against that, and it helps him get over his psychological block by saying, well, there is a really hot blonde there, but uh, really what I'm looking for is huge black cock. I think he's looking at the cock making that woman in pain. Okay, well, what about a porn where it's like a fucking machine just jamming the shit out of the woman's vagina? What do you like that? I mean, we could do experiments to test the guy. But no, I think he wants... You know what I think it is? I think he's also racist. I think he considers the black person to even further humiliate and degrade the woman. Uh, so he likes the blacks? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm he, likes, he likes this. what the black cock is doing to the woman. Degrading her. It's degrading the woman because she's having sex with a black guy because he's racist and he thinks that's wrong. Well, it's a black man is beast. A black man is a satyr. That's well, what I'm thinking. black men have bigger cocks than other people. And, and further degrade this white woman. This is another experiment you could Blondes. set up. You could have, you could have a, a black guy and a white guy with the same size cock. I mean, it's going to be a hard time, hard time to find that. <laughs> Just John Holmes. Maybe He's Ron dead. Jeremy. He's dead. Ron, Ron Jeremy's old and fat. <laughs> that adds uncertainty to the, to the equation. So all I'm saying is I don't think that's gay. And you think it's gay? Yeah, I think it's gay. All right. So there you go, people. Uh, there's Is That Gay here on Sick or Wrong. If you have any questions or if you're wondering, you know, if you're up, up late at night, can't sleep because you're thinking, God, this activity I do by myself I would never tell anybody about or my parents about is it gay? Am I a call homo? Us. Yeah, it's uh, like, call us and we'll let you know if you're gay or not, okay? And that will be the final word. Yeah. Suicide or not. <laughs> 206-666-3846 is that number. Or send an email, sickaroundpodcast.com. Well, um, I don't know if you noticed, but we got like almost 4,000 people on the Sick and Wrong forum right now. Mm. And a common, I don't know if it's a criticism, but a common happening on the forum is I think a lot of people are put off. By that immediate request of show your tits or get the fuck out. Right. So I want to say thank you to Pinky, who's a new forum member, for just putting up her breast pics without even being provoked. I think she did well, it on her own she, accord. She was provoked, but there were about three posts, and then she was like, oh, okay, here are my tits. So are you just saying she's a slut? <laughs> no. She's uh, either dating or married to one of the other longtime posters. Fuck your face. Oh, okay. I, 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 love, the, I love the monikers. Uh, yeah, I, I do like that too. Hi. Will you, Pinky, take fuck your, your face, face as your long-time <laughs> relationship partner? Yes, I will. But yeah. Pinky has a Pinky has an, a great rack. I was quite impressed. Yes. And pierced. It's and nice. incredible clavicles. And it had sick and wrong written in Sharpie on top so you knew it was real. Authentic. Which is what I wonder about the origin of this whole tits or get the fuck out. So, people, what we're talking about here, especially people that, that aren't members of the forum, as soon as you join the forum, especially if you're female, I don't even think it matters if you're no. female or male. No. As soon as you join the forum and you put an introduction saying, hi, my name's Pinky and I'm new to the forum here. It's, I love the show. Great to be here. Right. You're going to get about seven demands of tits or get the fuck out. And now people are creative about it. I like the, uh, the Matrix one where it's like he has one pill that says tits, one <laughs> pill that says get the fuck out. That's, that's a pretty old meme. Someone posted Grandpa. the well. Someone posted the uh, Benjamin Franklin one that was like, "Show thine tits, or get thee out of here," or whatever it was. Yeah, I like those close. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. But anyway, what well, what is the origin of this tits or get the fuck out? And should people be offended by it? Well, there's the sick and wrong origin is we just started doing the show and like a woman emailed us and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> we did five episodes. It, probably, it was probably Kendra. And we yeah, were I like, think it was Kendra. I don't believe that this is a tits. woman listening to us. This is probably one of our asshole friends. We were like, 
Send us a picture of your boobs. And write sick and wrong on it. Because we knew you could just get a picture of, bo- of boobs off the internet and send them. But the origin of the whole thing is way older than the show. I mean, it's, it's from a just... a 4chan thing, isn't it? Or, or is it a forum all thing? all internet forums for all time, back to the time of Jesus Christ and Moses. You know, <laughs> some woman starts posting on a chat room and says she's like a big slut and wants to do every dude in the place. And, oh, but but my daddy beats me and listen to my sob story. And everybody's like, this dude. is probably a dude gotta be fucking a dude. with us. So it's just tradition to say tits or get the fuck up. Because Show you- us your tits and write, you know, the date or hey, Guy or the post- name of somebody, yeah, the name of somebody or on the, the name forum. Of the guy who requested. So we all know that we're talking to an actual lady here. So it's like it, it's not a meme, but it's like an internet tradition. Tradition for rite people to prove a rite of passage. So uh, that's why a token. You know, well, that's why you know girls, in particular, you know, they were new to the forum. Don't be immediately offended, and uh, you know, go go online and find a pair of tits, right. You know, it's not that difficult. Or show your own. Or just don't. Or just don't and tell everybody to fuck off. There's plenty of female posters on the forum who've never shown their tits. I I love when the female... And then there's posters like Christina who've done, like, vaginal dumbbell exercises on YouTube or whatever. Porn too. I love it when a girl will be like, okay, here you go, and just show a picture of some tranny's balls. (laughs) You know, it's just like, there you go. Have that. Have fun. That's me. All I'm saying is, like, seriously... We We did have a new applicant this week. She was scared off, and I, I was a little disappointed by that. Like, Have a on. thick skin. Seriously, grow a sack. It's, I mean, it's not like they're going to you know, find out where you live and then demand you show your tits to them. Right. But they I, find out where we live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. So people go check it out. You can join up on the forum. It's a, it's a fun place. Uh, right at uh, sickandwrongpodcast.com. If you haven't already, go uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes and uh, leave us some comments, preferably a, a good comment. It does give us good, uh, great exposure. You know, the, one of the things that I recommend for people to do is to go to your friends, you know, your, your family, your coworkers' homes, and subscribe to Sick and Wrong for them. On their computer. On their computer. Just go to their computer. Yeah. Go and be like, hey, I want to pick a song out here on your iTunes. Subscribe to Sick and Wrong. Yeah. Because they're not going to know what happened, and they're probably never even going to find it. Like my dad, the rabbi, yeah. subscribed to Sick and Wrong. Yeah. Does he, he listen? Does he even use it. iTunes? No. I don't even think he does. He's never opened the application. Well, before. actually, I think he has a couple like uh, Hebrew songs or something. A couple uh, Hebrew uh, artists. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he likes uh, Matisse Yahoo, that like, reggae Hasidic that? rapper guy. You ever see that guy? Oh, yeah, I have, actually. I mean, he's a huge fan of the Beastie Boys. <laughs> so, people, go, there you go. Go subscribe to the show on iTunes. Subscribe others to the show on iTunes. Word of mouth. Bring them. To the swarm, we appreciate that. Also, best Christmas gift you can really get out, you can really get right now. Fuck books, uh, you know who cares about Adam and Eve? Sick and wrong T-shirt. That's something you can wear. You can like look cool. You right. can attract. I mean, you can go out. You can attract cougar killer whales. You know, wearing one yeah. of those. Yeah, right whales. <laughs> you could attract cougars, too. But, I mean, you, you get the sick and wrong t-shirt. But, you know, you could also order uh, some John Wayne Gacy stickers as well. You can get, like, the, the, the shirt, the stickers. Yeah. But, you know, one, one thing, I think it beats a holiday sweater. It makes a hell of a, uh, you know, Christmas photo. Everybody wearing a sick and wrong shirt. I would say. 
I, I think also, if you think about it, it also ruins a Christmas photo because here's your 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 emo goth kid, or even just like whoever your you know your sarcastic asshole cousin, yeah, wearing the pentagram sick and wrong shirt, and everyone's trying to look you know like in in their in their holiday sweaters, trying to look you know proper, true, poised for this picture, and here's the asshole ruins here's the, the photo. Here's the photo thing. bomber. If, you, if you're an e- emo goth kid and you take this ridiculous shot with like your you know. Morrissey shirt or whatever. Eight years from now, you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to look back on that photo. You're going to have the deep, dark eyeshadow, your piercings, your weird, spiky blue haircut. I can't believe I looked like that back then. I I do that. I I say that, actually. I have those But if you had a sick and wrong shirt on, it would be funny. And you'll look at it and be like, ha, 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 that cracks me up. So, people, go buy a sick and wrong t-shirt. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. Uh, finally here, Sigurong Song of the Week was sent in by Justin. He goes, hey, seeing as it's that time of year, Christmas mm-hmm. season, not the Hanukkah season. Who cares how you spell that stupid holiday? Seriously. Thank you, asshole. I thought I'd put in a brilliant Sigurong Song request. The one and only Weird Al has a perfect song. The night Santa went crazy. Fuck yes. I've keep never it heard sick, this Keep song. it wrong. And I'm a Weird Al fan. Is this a new song? I don't know. Like I said, I've never heard it. Could be old, could be new. I don't know. Well, um, he sent it to us, so we're gonna end the show here with the night Santa went crazy. Because- I love I love playing Weird Al songs without like paying him any royalties because I'm just hoping he files a lawsuit against us and I will get to meet him. Yeah, I would love to meet <laughs> Weird Al. I'll just be in court and be like, "Yeah, we give up, but I just wanted to meet you, man." Dude, seriously, <laughs> you're my hero. Top five celebrities and my top five of people I want to meet, like towards the top. Of the yeah, top no, five. he's he yeah he's towards the top of the top five. Uh, people, stay tuned for the Sick and Wrong Christmas show coming up next week. It's the show where Wacker gets pissed drunk on eggnog, um, or you can call it elf cum. Yeah. Set in your worst holiday story ever. You know, that story about your nana catching you washing your dick in the sink, or the time you accidentally suffocated the family chihuahua by trying to shove it into uh, your sister's Christmas stocking. Whatever. Just help us celebrate this holiday of shame, loneliness, defeat, consumerism. And uh, celebrate the birth of your Lord and Savior. Not my Lord. Don't worry. (laughs) But people, stay tuned. Next week we'll be back with episode 206, which will be the Christmas show. Here's uh, Weird Al, The Night Santa Went Crazy. We'll be back next week. Take it sleazy. Down in the workshop, all the elves are making toys. For the good Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys. When the boss busted in, nearly scared him half to death. Had a rifle in his hands and cheap whiskey on his breath. From his beard to his boots, he was covered with ammo. Like a big fat drunk, disgruntled Yuletide Rambo. And he smiled as he said, with a twinkle in his eye, Merry Christmas to all, now you're all gonna die. The night Santa went crazy. The night Saint Nick went insane. Well, the workshop is gone now, he decided to bomb it. Everywhere you'll find pieces of Cupid and Comet. And he tied up his helpers, and he held the elves hostage. And he ground up poor Rudolph into reindeer sausage. He got Dancer and Prancer with an old German Luger. And he slashed up Dasher just like Freddy Krueger. And he picked up a flamethrower, and he barbecued Blitzen. Just like chicken The night Santa went crazy
Now Santa's doing time In a federal prison For his infamous crime Hey little friend now Don't you cry no more tears He'll be out with good behavior In 700 more years But now Mason's in therapy And Donner's still nervous And the elf all got jobs Working for the postal service And his name is Mrs. Claus She's on the phone every night With a lawyer negotiating the You just started doing it like last week. The clicking? Yeah, the clicking. I don't know why I click. Is yeah, but you haven't like... always been doing it, but you just started doing that last week and I'm telling you. Stop. Is it like supposed to be thinking? Like a thinking clicking? Like that's the I don't sound know, of my mind moving? I don't know, but it's fucking annoying. Was it worse than farting? Yes, it's worse than farting. Clicking. Tongue clicking is worse than farting. You're not tongue clicking, you're doing this thing with your lip. You're going. Or no, something I was, I was like going that. like this. I was going. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's stop it. Cl- <laughs> How do you know? I if it's something to- you all, because I noticed it, I was like, "What the fuck's that?" I, I thought maybe you had like week. a canker sore or something, and you were sucking on it. But now it's the second <laughs> week, and I'm just telling you to fucking stop it. It calms the herpes. <laughs> it, ke- it keeps away the cold sores. Yeah. All right, I'll keep it in mind. God, it's like yeah. if I had super bad breath, I'd want you to tell me. I'm telling you to stop. It. <laughs> You know, I, I wonder. Yeah, I should stop it now be, before it becomes like an unconscious tick. I think it already is. That's why this is the second week. I wonder if I do it at work. I'm sure you do. I'm gonna have to ask Sleazy E. <laughs> I'll have to ask Ian to, to tell me about this. This could be bad. <laughs> I always do something like leg shaking, but yeah, like leg shaking is better. Leg shaking is better because it's not audible. You know? Right. All right. Okay. Let's, let's 